live from the year 2000. In the year 2000. In the year 2007. In the year 2007. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that would never turn off James Hetfield's mic. At least, probably not. On this week's show, maybe on this show, but. we talk TFC schedule, more preseason happenings, part one of our look back at TFC's first 10 seasons, and much more. Now to our panel. The Daft Vader of our podcast, it's Tony Walsh. Time is a flat circle. His heart belongs to Fife Dog, it's Mark Hinckley. Represent, represent, said. Speaking of James Hetfield, he could give him grumpy lessons, it's Duncan Fletcher. I don't know who James Hetfield is. That's the best. Really? Me neither. <laughs> Lies. I don't. For reals. Seriously? For reals. You have For to reals? be, like, being ridiculous. Him, well, I believe. I, I enjoy that they'll very much believe this about me. <laughs> okay, the, you know like, what? The weird part is... <laughs> is he the lead singer of Metallica? plausible. Yes. Yeah. Lead yeah. singer of what yeah. now? Metallica. Yes! Oh, okay. Uh, well, then. I'm just... Sorry, just... Turned off his mic and why? It, it went. Oh, shut up! I was watching the Grammys. Oh, I didn't watch the Grammys. You were just tweeting about it because? I just like that picture. It made me laugh. Yeah, okay. Look, I watched the wrestling. I only found about it later, so whatever. It was looped on. It was on my, tw- it was on my timeline like a hundred times. Anyway, on to the rest of this incredibly long interview. Oh, you are? Start. I take the restarts trophy from Adele. Oh. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Okay, I wasn't sure. Sometimes, if not, I totally beat her at the that PTSD category. The PTSD just kind of, yeah, yeah, it's true. You do. That's true. That one I heard about on Twitter and such like, and I know who she is because she's a celebrity Spurs supporter. Is she really? Oh, she is. Oh, that's yeah, that's she is. distasteful. No, no, it's not. It's delightful. She's housewife's choice. So first up on this week's show, it's TFC schedule time. I know we already know what days they play, but now we know who's broadcasting them and actually what time they start, which is really sort of the important thing. What time to go to BMO Field and or be at home, be at the bar, so on and so forth. Is it on Vice? It is not. Oh. Uh, most of the games are on TSN, Facebook? in fact. No, wrong league. Mexican yeah. Facebook and and not. No, definitely not Mexican. And Facebook. not their and not their homepage either. That's no. we're not a, we're not Mark Inkley's FC Dallas here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few games on CTV that's being split between all three Canadian teams. Ooh. 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 I know. It's the, the other two teams? it's the big time. Wow. Uh, Match of the day. So. Mm. TFC get three, and I don't remember how the breakdown works out, so I guess the other two get two each because it's seven games that they're broadcasting. I don't know. They wouldn't be choosing games between the two teams? Uh, One of them is a game between Toronto and Vancouver in March. Uh, Other than that, I did not notice a lot of intra-Canadian play uh, as part of their their broadcast schedule. But the rest on TSN, whether that's regular TSN, which is part of basic cable, which is good, for most people, or if it's going to be on one of the upper annoying channels. The Ocho. 
Indeed. Um, which could be problematic. However, having... Not if you love the sport. True. You make it happen. Mm-hmm. Having CTV um, sort of participate in this now and actually take on some games, uh, is this sort of meant as a sort of a sign that soccer is maybe breaking through as a major sport in Canada? Or they're just like glomming on? Striking? Breaking. Broken. Really? They're there. Oh, yes. okay. Sorry. Yes. Forgive me for n- mm. yeah. just mm. not being a good fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part-time media paying attention or Regi- that would be me. Regina's the new Oldham. Oh, that's what uh-huh. I've heard. Uh-huh. That's what I've heard. Galactics. Yes. Um, it is a small step towards something, but really, it's it's, it's fairly uh, you know meaningless in the grand scheme of things. I would suggest. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. No. By any means, it's something we probably couldn't wouldn't have predicted a decade ago. That it would be on, you know, Canadian network TV. Well, it used to be on CBC. It used to be on CBC. No, but you know what I mean, regularly. <laughs> it was real. regularly on <laughs> CBC. Real I real watched it on Come CBC's on, website yeah, while we, I was well, in but Spain. We to, but we have to pay for that. Keep going. I, Touché, I, that's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, strong. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with maybe. Uh, I. I uh, I kind of feel that the, it, the key is that the games actually have to be good, and I know that goes without saying, but like when you consider the last time Canadians, the last couple times Canadians unmasked watched an MLS game, you know that was Toronto Montreal in the semifinals, which was off the hook shizzy, and then the final, which was the it's final. Yeah, mm. I know. it's because I'm on fleek, um, and uh, the final, which was a final that Toronto's in. So any final that Toronto's in, people will tend to watch that, uh, but. Uh, I don't know if the early season drama of Toronto versus Minnesota is going Ooh, to captivate an, uh, a, na- a nationwide audience to tune in next week. But, hey, whatever. What do I know? Um, you know, as long as it's good, maybe a neutral can get in on it and then come back. The interesting mm-hmm. thing about it being on a pri- uh, privately run network, not a, the CBC, is that it's uh, a step in maybe the idea that football is a profitable well, I think that's sort of TV. part of what I mean, it's a is. lot about content and putting content on cross platforms and stuff, which, of course, TSN, CTV, Bell Globe Media has. They want you to be, you know, having your content on all your devices and all that stuff. But it's, it's interesting. I mean, it, there's nothing bad about it. They could easily play old hockey, you know. Which sure. Well, it's, it's on the, you know, it's on the main channel. It's uh, now what's interesting is that they're all Saturday games. They're all Saturday afternoon games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Kind of dead space, but not necessarily. Um, baby steps. And I think, yeah, so they've got the game against Vancouver, which generally draws, you know, anytime Toronto plays another one of the Canadian teams, generally draws some decent ratings. Um, they have the the MLS Cup rematch match against uh, Seattle. Dun, dun, so that uh, potentially should bring in something. And then, yes, the... All the quality with none of the drama. The excitement oh. of the, the like Minnesota shots? game. Don't watch this. <laughs> Um, so that that too is a little bit. That's you know home game. Um, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Sorry, that's the home game. Um, so yeah, it's a. I think it's a good thing. I do miss the days of it being on CBC and being like that wildly widely available. My tax dollars shouldn't go to fund the MLS. <laughs> strong. That's, strong. That, that's your argument. You're gonna stick to it. And um, I should get to watch American ads during it. There you go. That's yes. that's, that's better. The famous. Halftime MLS ads. They are pretty famous. Sweden. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> How else are you going to get to see, you know, Lando in a water fountain? 
That was an ad. Yeah, it was more of a photo shoot. Mm. I just thought it was for light. I figured. I figured there had to be like some SoCal video water of it. exactly something mm. like that. Mm. Probably. Um, any of the start times stand out for you? Like there's, you know, the Friday night games for the most part are at seven thirty. There's one that's at eight o'clock. Yeah. Which isn't optimal for Friday most people. nights are not optimal. Well, there's that as well, and that's I think that'll be revisited next year, probably. Um, anything else sort of really jump gonna, out at you guys? It's going to really cut into my uh, streaming of Texan high school football. Mm, that's, that's a good that's, point. That's too bad. Um, you really can go all the way this I year. I feel like there was some sort of 2 p.m. start in July or August. which It's in July, yeah. What's with these 3 p.m. kickoffs? Central Standard Time bullshit. Who yeah, thought this one through? It's a bit weird, 3 too. p.m. Kicks off at, three at least most outrageous. of those are during months outrageous. in which being yeah. out there in the middle of the afternoon isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, May, October, we're getting as much sun as possible so as to not freeze, but, Whatever. you know, it is a bit random. I mean, granted, it's like a 2 p.m. kickoff locally, but, like, for us, it's 3 p.m., and that's it's messed up. It's, it's un-American. That's what it is. Mm. USA. Yes. That's how it goes. That's that's the anthem, yes. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else that was. There's a lot of yeah, like four thirty. There's a lot of four thirty starts, four o'clock, that kind of thing. Um, I'm, I'm okay with the four thirty start, really. You know, you've you've got lunch, and you know, you're still time for whatever you might be wanting to we'll do. Tell me when to eat in the uh, evening, afterwards, and everything. So, okay, yeah, I I would prefer. 4.30 to, to 7.30, personally, just for my own life. Quality of football may suffer if people are too hot and all that sort of thing. But, you know, for my own life, mm. Again, most, most, most of the oh. but most of those games aren't in the summer. So, again, it's not that big a deal. Uh, there's only one out, out of the away games. Actually, out of all the games. So, I guess most of the West Coast games are mid-afternoon or something. There's only one late game, and that's the L.A. game. Oh yeah, it's the only it it's the only one that's at night, like at ten thirty, like not here, like, but so that's that's but that's kind of good, right? So everyone has a better chance to watch more of the games as they see fit, mm-hmm. um, or as they so choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only other thing we mentioned, Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas, yeah! will be streaming their home games. You're uh, you're you, you're rounding into uh, into like. Man. Full on, I, almost postseason. Yeah. Like I'm trying to give him as form. much practice yeah. as possible. Look, I find I'm, I'm, I'm. First of all, I did it so I could do this early. Secondly, I'm going to drag MLS into the future, kicking and screaming, come hell or high water. Um, but I still want to bring back the whiz kits and even the old burn kits because they were her hideous too. So, mm. but whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I think I, I'm surprised that they. I'm, I would still like to know the details as to how they managed to pull that off, especially with. MLS Live and their, their their sacred price point of way too goddamn much money. Well, I think it, it's it's I think it's meant to supplement the MLS Live because MLS Live you generally the home games or I guess depending on your broadcast deal, right? So it was whatever local broadcast they're going to live stream them from their website on MLS Live if it's on a channel that is readily available. So on like regular cable, it's blacked out on MLS Live. It's only mm. available. Home games are only available on MLS Live. So this is the feed of a local, like, TV broadcast that is going online, or is it just online? Well, it's they're they're broadcasting it on their website. I don't know. But I didn't. It it was I didn't read that email completely thoroughly. Right. So no. I, is, I, is this just that Dallas can't get on TV, and so they have that's to do how it I this saw way? It, yeah. What's well, so I think I think this is their Which way is, of trying uh, to supplement. Like the it's on TV. It's for people who can't aren't 
How do I explain this? I, I thought I was making sense. So MLS Cold. Live. Who cut mm-hmm. the cord? Yeah, people who cut the cord. Um, if you're out of state and you are an FC Dallas fan, MLS Live isn't going to magically play it for you. It's a local broadcast, I think. Do they don't just kill that? Uh, yeah, like if, people if it's, can't, if it's people blacked can't out watch, in your area, you can't watch yeah. it on a. Sorry, it's blacked out on MLS Live if it's available. Then it's on blacked TV. out. But yeah. you're it's not answering my question. What was it? Is this in lieu of a local TV broadcast deal? I thought it was in conjunction. No, with. it's in conjunction with. I, Thank I, you. But I, I did say that to begin, actually. I wasn't sure. I was confused. It was very confusing. I, on behalf of this side of the table, thank you for clearing it up. I thought it was a sign of bad health that they couldn't get a local TV deal, so it's like, hey, we're putting them online. No, that's what I was trying to explain about like the cable situation, depending on MLS Live versus television and what things are blacked out. I think they're trying to supplement this, so you can watch it on TV. But if you don't have, if you've cut the cord, as Mark said, or you're not, you know, you're I not would, at home. I wouldn't be surprised. If the game was available on the local television station, yes, no, no, it, it is. It would be online. Well, it, it said, like, what, what I sent Just because said, they would get the money for the advertising during that game. If it, you know, if, say, know, City TV were to do a Toronto-only broadcast, you'd have all the Toronto ads. So, as many eyeballs you get to see it, the more money they get for advertising revenue. But, uh, either way, it's... Uh, all non-nationally televised regular season games will be simulcast on fcdallas.com. As I sent, guys, plenty of room no on the, on the nationally just saying, Right, just local saying broadcast. Be, which I'm willing to sell you guys a minority stake as long as you call it Mark Hinckley, Duncan Fletcher, Tony Walsh's FC Dallas. In that Texas, that's what they call massive. a small piece of beef, yes. a minority stake. Yes. <laughs> they do. It's true. Yeah. I love Tom Cruise in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving sort of past this. Oh, Ooh. no, we're. I know. Go on. Is this something other teams should do? Is what I, I it was my basic question for this whole bit, but I I don't know. Like I, I'd be curious to find out if if Dallas actually say shows an increase at the gate because that would be the ultimate goal, right? You want to you want to put more ass into the seats, and all for the most part, the original teams of MLS are the ones who are not doing as well as all the new teams Toronto onward, so. You know, if putting a season of of, T, of uh, FC Dallas games on local television takes their, even if it doesn't show dividends this season, next season they go from whatever, say, sixteen thousand a game to eighteen thousand a game, brilliant, good job. Would it work? I don't know. I've I've never known for free TV to actually draw, you know, butts to the butts to the games, but. Yeah, a no, lot I, I of don't... talk is all about like television numbers these days, online numbers, clicks for things like. For a, for a team like Dallas, I think this caters probably to the Dallas fan yeah. who can't be at that match. I don't think it really attracts new fans all that much. Yeah, I don't I, like. I mean, I honestly don't know what grows the game in those places because it seems like every new team outdraws most of the old teams. But so how often are so like look at TFC games though for for away games? How often do you see people? Does anyone have a feed? Anyone have a stream? Anyone have a feed? Anyone have a stream? Like people are actively looking for this sort of thing all mm-hmm. the time. Do you not think that you would get? I don't necessarily know you would get butts in the seat because these are people who aren't local, but you would get viewers, you would get interest, and you would have sustained interest in your club. You would hope because they have the ability to watch the game instead of being like, well, fuck it, I can't watch it. I mean, so why health, do I care? A healthy club like TFC has 
a TV contract that pretty much covers. You can't sap away from that. Like I see, but, you mean from out of town? But not everyone. No, no. But not everyone has those cable packages. Yeah, but you can't take away from that. I mean, if they sign a, a TV contract with a doesn't matter what channel, if the club is in, willing to enter into that contract, and if they but make again, a, FC Dallas is doing it, so why wouldn't TFC do it? Different power. FC, like, FC Dallas is a club on its knees. Sure, maybe, but it's hard to. <laughs> so I've heard. It's hard to to take away anything from television rights. Well, part of it, part of the thing you got under. Well, I'm sure you understand it, but. But when it comes to them paying for any of this shit, they're the license of it. They're in control of it, and if they deem that, you know, the way we're going to get the most money out of this contract is by only having it on television, that's their prerogative. Um, what used to happen in in the CFL days back in the long, long ago, if you didn't sell out your stadium, and even in the NFL, you didn't sell out your stadium, or at least come to I think it was ninety five percent of a sellout. Oh, the the blackout the game, rule. The game was blacked out. I locally. remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. And there were a lot of people who just weren't going to the games, not because they they couldn't, they didn't want to go to the game, or maybe they didn't want to go to the games, but you had you had a captive audience who was willing to sit through all the bullshit of advertisements and advertisements and advertisements, but just didn't want to pay 40, 50, 60 bucks or how much whoever tickets were. But TFC games are harder to get to now. True, so. true. But at the same time, somebody paid money for the license, the rights to show that game. And unfortunately, part of that negotiation is you can do what you want with sure, it. Sure, but what I was asking is, is this something the team should do? Not whether or not they can. Not whether or not the TV companies are going to stop on them. TSN is going to like take their well, ball sure. and go home. Free, for, free exposure. If, if it was possible, yeah. Well, why make it for, for everyone. Socialism. Yay. For, for me personally, I would, I would think it's this is the right thing to do across the board. For every team in MLS, I mean, if this is if this is supposed to be the yeah, league, I don't mean just TFC. I mean other teams. But I mean, if this is the league oh, yeah. of the future, as far as like the audience is actually the capturing of the future. The, no, mm. the audience that it's capturing, said so. like they're not, they're not. The hockey's not getting those crowds. Football's not really getting those crowds. Baseball's kind of getting those crowds. But baseball, you've got such a saturation of games, it doesn't matter. Um, if this is a game that's actually growing an audience, and most of that audience is used to not having cable television. Why not go to the audience? Like for me, like I haven't up until like the last two months, I haven't had cable in five years. So I was used to the crappy streams or the legitimate streams, whether it was CBC or it was some CD internet website where you had to put ad block on or else computers toast. But my point is, is that I was I'm accustomed to seeking it out to get it, not necessarily for free, but because I don't want to pay for cable. So get the people who aren't paying for cable, which are a lot of right. Them, and get those and, eyeballs on it. But also, if people who still have cable, a lot of people don't have full-on cable packages. Like, yes, lots of us do. I admit I'm one of them. I pay far too much for cable because I watch a lot of soccer and... But that's I the responsibility the of the club, though, to make the right decision. Don't be greedy and go with BN Sports because it's you got the most money of it if it hurts your oh, I club mean, in the long I mean, term. Like, like the Bundesliga did that famously about five years ago. Yeah. They, went on, they went on a oh, satellite BN's package. annoying. And they said... No, but like in Germany, it was on a satellite package, and the ratings were, were 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 completely on the slide. They were getting great ratings on whatever national, you know, public, maybe not public, but national broadcaster. And when they went pay, they thought, oh, all these people are just going to come over and and join in, sign up, and they didn't. And the Bundesliga as a whole, which is a very fine fan centric mm-hmm. organized league immediately killed the contract and put it back on the on the public one and ratings went back up. You know, the accessibility is a huge part of it. 
with like I find with MLS Live, as far as especially with in, in Toronto, it is completely useless to me because I if I want to see if I have cut the cable and I want to see a TSC game live, no, you're on a you're on a you're on a game delay, or sorry, a day a, a day's delay of the game, and unless you because got, it's on a blackout because, because it's, it's local on a because so again it depends on which channel it's on here if it's on. So if it's why, on CTV or if it's on regular TSN, then yeah, it's blacked out. So the question I often have about MLS Live is, why in the hell would I pay for your service to see the only team I want to see a day and a half later? Because you're not necessarily not everyone that gets MLS Live wants to just watch their own, their I, own team. I would be curious to, to find out how many people in Canada, or never mind Canada, how many people in Toronto are actually watching actively other games. Okay, but this wasn't meant to be, and, and, and I, I will raise my hand Two as well. people on a podcast for MLS. Well done. This is not an MLS <laughs> podcast. This is a TFC podcast. Oh, yeah. We haven't got MLS. to wins and losses yet. Anyway, I wasn't Ooh. talking about MLS Live. That's not what this was meant to be no, about. No, it's the accessibility. That was my point, was just the accessibility. Well, MLS Live is paid for. I'm talking about teams streaming the games, games on, on their websites. Putting games on TV killed football in England. It's all gone downhill since 92. Yeah, that's true. I think the league of the future idea, the growing of the league, is what stops that from happening because the owners and the management of the league will see this. If they see them that they have a growing demographic, they'll get the cash signs in the eyes and then get the big TV contract that has so far eluded them. If they think they are growing, they will want that big TV contract. And a big TV contract like that is going to stop them from having games on TV or any platform for free. Unless it's part of a, a platform package, like you know, you're with TSN, you're a cable subscriber, well, you can, can watch, log in. I can exactly. watch, you know, but that kind of thing is you're going to see more and more. Again, of. but that's 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 not more network driven, not team driven. I know, but I don't I don't see how with the greed and the ability to make money off TV contracts, how this is going to happen. I, I only assume this is happening in Dallas because their local TV deal is they're probably paying to have their games on TV. Oh, it looked a little different. Again, you, anyway, let's just move on from this because I think we're just going to keep going around and around circles on it. I want to know what local Frisco channel they're on. Well, it's in the email I sent, so you can read that. All of you um, could read that. I, I didn't pay attention. Was I yeah, I know. It? Was it free online? I just signed it. Yes. I don't charge for my emails. That's next. She is on the internet. It's true. Mm-hmm. Entire internet. Mm-hmm. block. Mm. Moving on to something else for us to get admired in. Canadian DP, not a Canadian DP, but a specific, really? Seems appropriate to me. Five-year-olds. It's true. So Don Garber was in Vancouver last week and, of course, was asked about Canadians in MLS, Canadian player development, domestic, so on and so forth. And being Don Garber, you know, dodged most of the questions, um, but was talking about, you know, his desire to sort of help grow the game in Canada and really focus on the three existing teams. And one of the ideas he sort of dangled was 
having a fourth DP for the Canadian teams um, for a ver- for a specific Canadian player, sort of repatriate the high-profile Canadian players that are playing in other leagues and bring them to MLS um, and give the Canadian teams a bit of a break so as to have what little high-profile player talent there is for Canada out there actually playing within this country so that there's more eyes on the Canadian teams, again, help grow the popularity, that sort of thing. Whether or not it happens, um, I think he might sort of go for this as a way to get the get the attention off the Canadians as domestics thing. No, don't look over here. Look at this shiny new thing I'm dangling in front of you. Possible. Um, is this a good idea for the teams, for the league, like really at all? Like, is this worthwhile or is this just smoke and mirrors? It's placation in the highest form. <laughs> right. Like, yes, there's one player out there who's yeah. DP worthy. And two. then, oh, what's the other one? Atiba and Junior. Junior, yeah. Mm. If this was 2014, he, I don't see, I don't see no. him as DP worthy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be happy if TFC, TFC went and spent DP money on Junior Hoylet right now. I mean, maybe not the five million dollars a year, but but oh, okay. You know, but like even a, even like hypo- a low grade a, a million, yeah, like a million yeah. bucks. Even hypothetically, maybe the two. A Tom that's guy. It. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the, the Scott pool. Arfield of, of the well, that, and that one was yeah. sort of like um, uh, I was thinking about he that does. too. Boyan, oh yeah, Arfield yeah. does hate Mondays. Mm. That's true. He loves lasagna, mm. but Boyan, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, DP keeper, I know. Just no, no, I mean Philadelphia does stupid shit. Exactly. I mean Atlanta, Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Yeah, Seattle. It's a growing trend. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Casey Kelly. Casey, that's the guy. Yeah, Casey Kasem. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Next up on the MLS Top 40. This save goes out to so-and-so in St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really see this as really helping all that much. I mean, in terms of like, oh, building interest within Canada and getting eyeballs, you know, outside of the people that are already interested in soccer, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of voyageurs or supporters of various teams and that sort of thing, you know, yeah, maybe they are interested in what Atiba Hutchinson's doing over in Turkey and would be, ooh, well, this is exciting. He's come back. I don't think there's anyone that doesn't follow MLS, that isn't even at an MLS level, that would know and care who Atiba Hutchinson is. And all of a sudden think, oh, well, yes, I'll watch because he's here. But now, but well, no, I don't. Fuck MLS. (laughs) Hey, they just signed Atiba Hutchinson. Really? Oh, this is the greatest league ever. Never said. Okay, but we don't get, we can't watch, it's hard for us to watch Atiba right now. Those of us that are fans, you know, people who are fans of Canadian soccer and not necessarily fans of MLS, I, I do think there is somewhere in that, you know, vent diagram, I think there is. Do you really? I, like, apart from what Duncan said, you don't think those people are already converts to, or at least like, willing to give no, MLS I know a lots chance? Of pe- I know lots of people who aren't, who are very anti-MLS, but are pro-Canada you know, so you think like TFC signing Tiba Hutchinson, Lord Bob's going to start watching MLS again? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think Lord Bob will ever start watching MLS again. Mm-hmm. He's, 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 he wasn't who I was thinking of either, <laughs> by the way. But that's a fair example, the though. No, that is a fair example. The numbers and the advantage, very small. Sad. Yeah. There's no... I mean, if there was... if you. There's some Canadian player at the David Beckham levels of fame, then yes, this yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that there is nobody that is going to catch the imagination of 
you know, outside of the already established not even small s- not even Indian senior Hoyland is interested. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm still trying to figure out what the end game of this beyond just the placation or. In, in oh, I, 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 and I don't help one. keep the Canadian Premier League down. Yeah, pretty they, much. Yeah, but, but they can't are they really gonna, anyway. Yeah, they're True. not going after them. Like this isn't. Well, but I, they might be though, because we don't know the financial structure of the Canadian Premier right, League. We don't. We don't know. No, come on. Let's let's let's. No, let's, no, 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 don't no, no. Seriously, just, every you know, depending, we don't know what kind of money they're talking about. We've heard lots of rumors, and depending on who you talk to, there's either a lot of money behind it or medium money behind it. And by the time it gets up and running, some of those players, you know, can make a decision: play in a Canadian league or play in MLS. As you I, know, I, I, I not if be, it's a dollars and cents question. I'd be hard pressed depends to think on whether that the, or not MLS teams are willing to spend without this going on. I mean, if Canadian Premier League was would and could say compete for it, not all, of course, but no, just I, they can't. Contract. But... It's amusing enough. I'm I'm okay with it, but at the same time, there isn't a name in Canadian soccer, and even Atiba Hutchinson would, is stretching it. That would be that capturing of the imagination that would. That would just all of a sudden, you know, groundswell support all of a sudden shows up for one club, one league, whatever. Uh, Samuel Piet's not going to do it for you? No. Did, did no. Julian de Guzman, did that, that bring a lot of extra like, Canadian eyes to Toronto or the league, eh? signing him? Eh? Yeah, actually, I think it I did. Can, a lot more people that. paid attention to TFC because, because of that. Because at that, that point, there, really? was, there was only one Canadian yes. team, though. I don't feel that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that it paid attention to it a little more. I wouldn't say it actually resulted in, you know, Butts and turnstiles, you know, or butts through the turnstiles. <laughs> butts in turnstiles. Butts in the turnstiles. That's how I enjoy turnstiles. Turn yeah. no, Always in reverse. First. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's the most satisfying. Yeah. But no, but seriously, like, may, but maybe. But I do think it do. I do think it made a difference. Really? Yes. I don't think him or Dero made a difference. Like to, like I think I think it was level. I don't think it peaked with the, their. I interest. think the, the only thing I would say that at the time, I would 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 you agree or disagree that. That uh, De Guzman was the highest profile Canadian player in Canada. For, uh, I think D. Rowe probably, probably in the world. No, I think in the world. Yeah, no, I think so, he outranked D. Rowe. So just just that criteria alone, that's a hell of a homecoming. And he's sure. kind of localish, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so there's 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 a couple there's they're not as they're not as major as, as it's made out to be. That's for sure. But I think it it did kind of like okay, so they actually want to have. Some local kids on this team. I think it was a feel a feel good story. Oh, absolutely. Even though it turned up like, kind of sad. Like Multi million dollar feel good story. Well, re- I think re-energized it was. the people who were already excited and who were I maybe so. losing their excitement. It kind of got them back. Yeah. But I don't didn't see what sort of bringing in a lot of new people. Hmm. I don't know. I think people were excited to get to watch a Canadian star play. I think yeah. I think it was a nice feeling that oh good my club that I already support has gone out and got a Canadian. We're a Canadian club. We should have the best Canadian talent we can get. I don't think anyone outside of that stadium was like, holy crap, there's a Canadian now. I got to get in on this. I don't know about that. We don't have information on like what effect I want a PowerPoint sales. and some metrics. Well, I don't do that here, so you'll have to mm. suffer. Can, um, I'll draw something on a napkin. <laughs> thanks, want. beautiful mind. Please. No <laughs> um, I have some napkins in the kitchen. Okay. It's going to be a dick, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the hairiest bulls you ever saw. <laughs> But you know, like there's there's always a struggle to get, um, you know, to to have that bridge between TFC and Canada fans or local soccer fans, um, but even non-Canadian supporting fans. You know, De Guzman was you know famous elsewhere. You know, he played in one of the top leagues in the world and had a little bit of a cachet to him. Again, I I don't know. We'd have to ask Paul Barron. 
oh, did it work? Did it change ticket sales when Degu's came on? You know, like, I can't say, I, and I don't say that this necessarily will. Um, I don't know that it will. I, I think... I don't see how that it would, Yeah, I, I don't think that there's any player, whether it was Deguzman or whoever, um, had as much of an impact as just TFC actually being successful last yeah. year, that all of a sudden kind of in the playoffs got eyeballs on them and got people talking yeah. much more than any signing they've previously made, any like Canadian signing they've made, or you know, bringing in Tiba Hutchinson. No, that's nowhere near the same level of excitement for the general public that doesn't really care that much. Yeah, I think it was 11 Nepalese internationals that would have been you know, exciting and on TV because it was TFC being successful. All right, well then, if this did come into play, though, what Canadian player would you sign for TFC? I think the only one. <laughs> I've thrown um, that one out there before, and I've been shot down if, by if, my colleagues if, across the table. If signing Hutchinson then leads somehow to Michael Bradley going off to Italy or whatever, and then, you Opening know... Opening up a spot for another DP? Sure, yes. I'm with Duncan on this plane. Uh, Go for it, sir. Yeah, we'll bring in a Tiber on the sort of Canadian DP. Bradley fucks off. Then we've got a regular DP to spend on something else. Hey. Bastion Schweinsteiger. Mm, no, not Let anymore. it go. No, oh, trust me, I let it go. I, I've seen him play for United. I've let it go. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> That's long released. Yeah, I agree. Atiba or Alec Bunbury in a hot tub time machine. Yes! <laughs> Maritimo. Maritimo Bunbury. Yeah. This is even better than handling the Steelers Bunbury. If you can believe it. I know, right? It's one of the top leagues in the world. Yes. At the time, not so much. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm, oh, you're, I'm, you're I'm, with, the Dun- you're... I'm with the Duncan plan. All right. Because, only because of the chain of events that hopefully it would lead to. <laughs> which which wouldn't happen. It wouldn't we happen, no. Of course. Yeah. They're going to both play on the same pitch. Yeah. It's, it's fine. We'll get Will Johnson back, too. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. We can have a good Canadian bench full of, you know, yeah. Johnson and Chapman and Hutchinson all sitting yeah. there on the bench. Yeah, because you times. never know. You never know when you're going to need that many. Scotty Arfield face down in a lasagna. Yes. <laughs> Normal. So cute. Um, yeah, I, like, I've always, I've long wanted Atiba to come to TFC. Um, and if we're going to jump in the time machine, I'm just going to go back and try and get Jonathan de Guzman to play for Canada. <laughs> really, really persuasive. Uh, time machine and everything. I'll go with this. Like 2009, 2010, Josh Simpson. Ooh. Let's bring him on. He was Nice. Good. I would go with that. Wow, time machine? Yeah. Well, you're... you're you started, you started it. Yeah, right. No, like, I, seriously. No, he started it. I just. I, you, you went with Bunbury on the whole. Yeah, he Bund- mentioned the Bunbury. Bundesliga Stolteri? Yes, I was going to say you, Bundesliga Bundes- Stolteri. Okay. Oh, fair okay. Fair. Yeah, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, fullback. Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking, you're overthinking this way. <laughs> Perhaps. That's why he won't get on board the Atiba train. Full beard, Bruce Twomley. It's Bruce right now. <laughs> Young Dick Howard. Yes, with the, the hair and the, the, the sideburns and everything. Oh, I, oh. old Dick Howard. <laughs> oh, no. Terrifying. No. All right, all right. We want the easy D. Who doesn't? <laughs> Can't take it anymore.
preseason. The team is uh, still in what feels like the endless preseason or offseason, whatever, even though it's not that long for them. Uh, team is in sunny Florida as of today, day of recording, for the remainder of the preseason. Uh, still no word on whether or not the team has officially released any players. Uh, they took you know, 30 players with them. Uh, they've you got... they released a mixtape? No, damn it. I really want them to drop their new mixtape. It's really annoying. Um, maybe they could win a Grammy. You know. Always room. Yeah. Exactly. They've got several games coming up, though, over the next two weeks. And speaking of live streaming, uh, mm-hmm. TFC generally makes the attempt to at least put these on their website so you can mm-hmm. watch you know, them destroy whatever college team they're playing. Although they're playing a fair number of MLS opponents. They certainly destroyed... Who was it? Fulton? Santa Clara Banana Slugs? Oh, yes, yes. Sadly, no. Yeah. Good pull. It's a, a TFC versus a college team? No oh, way. Oh, yeah, that's, that that's, that's always Colorado a guaranteed Colorado School win. of Mines? Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, we'll let you have that one. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's, again, it's like the world's like most school for it. boring Stop. off season. So, Check their website, check their Twitter feed for hopefully something that we can actually have to watch. Uh, but speaking of players, TFC, or apparently now according to Neil Davidson in a clarification, TFC 2 may have a trial list. Mm. So Luis Pereira. That's interesting. I don't, well, I think it's a bit weird. Why does TFC 2 have a trial list? They're a separate entity. Like half of, we still talk about them. This is not a TFC 2 podcast. This is a TFC Umbrella podcast. Thank you very much. We cover the deuce occasionally. Yeah. The captains. We do bring a lot of deuces. Um, So he played for Arabi Unido, so, you know, ex-teammate of... Let's let's bring all of our Arabi Unido. Exactly. Mm. Of Armando Cooper. Mm. uh, Left-footed midfielder, which sounds delightful, but again, it was this thing about him being... Arabs reunited in Toronto. Mm. Oh. Uh, yeah. it, there's not a lot else to know about him, really, but it's this whole thing that maybe he's trialing for TFC 2 instead of TFC, which is a bit weird. Again, mm. why is TFC 2 taking on trialists? I realize they have ambition. the senior team took a large chunk of TFC 2 with them. They're going to stick it to the, to so, the first team. <laughs> it's a little strange. <laughs> that, yeah, the um, cup? yeah. So before that part had popped up, it was kind of like... Sure, sounds like it could be a good idea. Yeah, as a young Panamanian guy on, on the fringes is of the he, national he, team, youngish, maybe, you know, I, he's got a cap. Yeah, a cap for the senior team. He's what, twenty-one ish, something sure. like that. So get them while they're young. I don't know. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a bit weird. It, it's could be worth a gamble. I've got nothing yeah. against them. You know, trying to find young Central American, South American talent. I think that's a, a good. Mm-hmm. Way to get good, cheapish players might work. If it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Exactly. Now, how? Now, the question is: Is he on the chart of madness? Ooh. Ah, mm. figure one A. Figure uh-huh. one A. So we have visual aids, which would really work on our video yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, so if you've been, well, if you're on Twitter or you've been on Facebook, or whatever, someone's posted this all over the place. There was this fantastic chart at an MLS meeting, conference, something, all about player acquisition and how you get players and what describes the type of players. And it is, it is as Tony mentioned earlier, it's very much a choose-your-own-adventure 
Um, remember making flowcharts in high school? Probably just me. I'm much older than all of you. And with the flowchart template thingy. The thing. mm-hmm. Yes, which I loved. I think I still have mine. Um, it is a delightful maze of options and paths to follow about whether or not you can attempt to sign this player and whether or not your club is based in the U.S. or your club is based in Canada, which is, you know, it's nice to provide the option. Oh, yeah. Uh, like very important. It looks like something from a doctor's office to figure out which hepatitis you have. Mm-hmm. I have dog hepatitis. Is that serious? <laughs> so let's see. It's a bit rough. Where would... So he would not be... So he would have to be an international player. So international players, he's not GA... I don't know about the acquisition guaranteed compensation thing. Probably less. Do you live near a canal? That's a yes, right? <laughs> do you have room in your? I, I do like. Do you have room in your salary budget? Everyone, watch your dollars. Can you afford this player? Uh, can you pay him? No, we don't want to do that. Does Van Halen sing about your country? <laughs> but I do like. I, I, I like. I like the end results on both sides. So if you if you can, the answer is rejoice. The player is now signed on and on your roster. But if you can't, darn. Do you like Arabs to be? Looks right? like you yes can't get no. that player on your roster. <laughs> I like the old timiness of the darn. Yeah. Yeah. Do you approve Gee of whiz. Yes. In front yeah. of your yeah, well front done, door. Alexander Abnos of Sports Illustrated. That's that's a, a fun way to do it. Your prospect has died of dysentery. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, you, Portland. You, you're, oh. Your your axle broke. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Anyway, if you haven't taken a look at this, uh, go online and find it. It's 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 very interesting actually because it is you know not on a cocktail napkin, which is generally what we assumed it was. So this uh, Alexander Abnos has really, I think, probably maybe taken his life into his own hands for producing a concrete version of this. Mm. But it's kind of enjoyable. Um, so yeah, these mainstream media, so they're gonna. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll protect just, him? They'll put him yeah, in a safe house it. somewhere? We'll, we'll call it even. You know, if this showed up on some rando blog, maybe they would just be media bin. There'd be like heavy stadium. Yeah. The Don sent us. Yeah. <laughs> this is Don Garber's specialized porn is what this is. <laughs> All right. Acquire, 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 acquire. Rejoice! Oh. <laughs> Club space in Canada. <laughs> in the base. <laughs> yeah, that'll make sense if you ever see the chart. Yeah. Trust us. All right, TFC Valentines. Hooray! Hooray! Yeah, uh, no. No, we're gonna if we're gonna talk about romance, we're gonna talk about what appeals to me. Most. Welcome to the Kit Ham Stadium Podcast with your host, Mark Inkley. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kit and Stadium Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. Joining me, joining me this week is Kristen. Meow. Duncan. Uh, happy to be here. Big fan of cats. Thank, Thank you. you and, uh, and Tony. <laughs> that's, that's just unnecessarily harsh. Mark, don't pet him like that. Well, you know, I would pet anybody... Any way I see fit, because it's my podcast now. So we have well, a. Then. There's been a lot of releases. There's been a lot of leaks lately. Uh, we're going to start with the sublimely boring, and that would be Real Salt Lake away. They have a white kit. Uh, this is a leak. This isn't official yet, but it, the the uh, Toto's uh, Toto Sobre Camiestas. They're 
I know it's a, their oh, money. It's a jumble, but they they they're, they're rarely wrong. Mm. Uh, so you got a basically a, a simple, boring white kit, navy uh, Adidas stripes on the shoulders that only go to the edge of the shoulder and not all the way down the cuff. Uh, only go to the edge. Yeah, it's. it's Nothing to it. It's got. Mm. That's really boring. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Welcome if, to if, another if you, new pyramid scheme. If you Life take, Vantage. If you take the sponsor off that, you know what? Not bad. Just plain white. Oh, with then. But yeah, yeah he, the, but with the sponsor, no. Thanks, rice pudding, Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, that's uh, his. His opinions are well known and well. Not vocal. even the kind with raisins. No. Ew. That's disgusting. Why anyway. would you want that? Mm. So yeah, the, unfortunately, there's not much to it. Uh, if you're if you're if yeah. you're so well emboldened to go looking for it, sure. Uh, so yeah, so that Real Salt Lake. Uh, but then, who would know you have a life vantage? It's true. Ooh, what's that? So, uh, ooh, another fake health company. <laughs> Yay! New fake health company on the block. Well, it, uh, San Jose Earthquakes Home Kit. This is another leak. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a leak, not official, official yet. Okay. But uh, uh, the the earthquake montage that shows up in the badge, the weird-looking zebra that's zebra stripes that kind of are disjointed. Well, that shows up pretty much all over the kit. It's basically that uh, separate. Broken stripes thingy is down at the bottom of the shirt. It's predominantly black. You got blue cuffs, blue uh, Adidas striped trim. Uh, you've got the SJ74 because, as everybody knows, oh yeah, the San Jose earthquakes forever. I love Sarah Jessica 84. I, I was hoping the jock tug would have been earthquake sitting on Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But oh, that would be that would classic. be magnificent. Yeah, but, well, the away kit should have tugboat, but that's sure that's another story. Uh, predominantly black kit. Um, it's color is not bad it's got a weird red stripe in the collar not a lot of detail on this leak but uh it's not, not bad it's not half bad they've they've had certainly had sleepier looking kits i'm glad to see the sutter brothers open to hospital ah. yes that's very nice i mean there's a lot of them so yeah, yeah that's yeah. true they they mostly for themselves yeah. and then yeah. they thought well yes. we, maybe to make this profitable we could let everybody else use it too so nice it, was, it was nice of the sutter brothers to uh, go into business for themselves yeah. uh next up is uh raffle is, <laughs> is dc united's awakening oh and, um, i just oh. don't oh no understand oh, no. is it, oh, no. it shield it doesn't matter it's it looks badly like ridiculous pla- abs badly placed abs. fake abs oh, yes. chest. yeah mm. nice abs chest abs <laughs> It's just mind you, mind you Adrian uh, Kent, the only player who could pull that off. Well, yeah, that's where his abs started. Yeah, pretty much. He's because he had above twenty the packs, abs, yeah. Yeah. twenty-four pack. Yeah, yeah. like guys always packing. Uh, so for the most part, it's a prominently white kit with black trim, red sleeves, uh, black collar, and then there's the wing montage thingy that goes from the shoulders down to about midway through the chest. I don't understand. In each wing getting slightly lighter gradient of gray. Mm. Um, Black and red United guys, like, do you actually you... like this kit? Oh god, it's worse with the long sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Then there's long. Oh my sleeves. god, <laughs> my eyes. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's. Oh, I have nightmares. You know when little, little Ooh, kid. What was the women's version there? Oh, right? uh, the, the women. I don't know. The women's version probably just has a, a deep V or something. A deep V and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all about the deep V. If yeah. there's Woo! a deep V, how can you see the abs? Good point. True. You know, uh, you know when a little kid dresses as Hercules at Halloween? Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the one thing I will say that it, it from some of the branding photos that I've seen, they're really pushing Licensed District Spike? of Columbia. Oh like even scarves that say District of Columbia on it, which is kind of neat. It's kind of different because they've always just been DC United, never really said District of Columbia United. Mm-hmm. Uh, their jock tag, it's a license plate. It's I the like DC that. license plate, which is... Kind of cool. like As seen in the film, yeah, DC Cab. Exactly. I kind of like 
DC, yeah. what is it? DC Untd? Yeah, DC yeah. United. Untd. Uh, taxation without representation on the on the bottom. Mm. Um, oh, they're for it. That's nice. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 the yeah, it's important. Yes. I don't want to be represented. No, no, no. just tax me. Take my money. <laughs> Take my money. I, I want no say Dude, in this. No, we're, we're part of MLS. Take our money, please. You got District of Columbia written uh, along the back of the neck. DC United mm. on the cuff. But um, it's weird that this is probably one of the first shirts where they did all the little things correct and fucked up the rest. Seriously? Mm. So um, oh. I'm sorry. Painful. I mean, I'm uh, sorry, Jesus. I mean, I had to look we have to look exactly. We have to look at this all season. You know, if you if, if it was just like a gradient that went from dark gray to white to the bottom, it would wouldn't be terrible. It wouldn't have been all bad. Yeah. But this is special. On a, on a positive, it's nice to see Ed Hardy branding out. Oh yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Ed Hardy needs to branch out from time to time. Um, and one of the new new uh, uh, kits would be Atlanta Away, which is kind of absurd that they had a kit launch for their Away kit, given that they're a brand new friggin' team and mm. they did the home one long, long time ago. Looks like a Greek club. Yeah, it kind of does look like a little bit of Olympiacos Away action going on. So uh, their, their Away kit uh, is predominantly white. It's got red trim, red cuffs. Um, but no stripes on the shoulders. No stripes. The stripes down, down yeah, the, the stripes uh, are on, ah, the, side, on the side, like the like a lot of the kits were released last year. Yeah. They haven't completely abandoned that. There's a couple other teams that have the stripes down the from armpit to hip instead of along the shoulders or, or whatever. I no, does seem like a very deep V on the women's kit. They all, well, they you know, they're, they're in Atlanta, so mm. they all have it. Yeah, that's peaches. Yes. They have <laughs> a, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's not much. Uh, there's there's a pinstripe horizontal hoopy pattern along the shirt. Uh, that's about right. the only detail. It's it's simple enough. Like it's it's, okay, it's, yeah. it's fine yeah. for an away kit. It's what you kind of want. Nothing too gaudy. Decent. I like American Family Insurance. Yeah, which I was originally I was going for American Singles Insurance. Yeah, I'd, but, I'd, I, yeah, but, you know, I like yeah, that. Well, you know, now that not that they've procreated and you know established themselves, I like it. It's it's, it's a nice nice sponsor. They've grown up. It's good to see. Yeah, yeah. Latvian Bachelor yeah. Insurance is much better. Latvian Bachelor Insurance. <laughs> Only care about keep, self. Keep all vowels. Um, oh, uh, yes. so uh, I like this. It's one. a good one. Yeah. As yes. as we've moved on uh, from the is Atlanta, it Slavia Praha? No. no, it's not Slavia Praha. But you wish it were Slavia Praha. We are talking about the New England Revolution away kit, and it's Slavia. It's it's fine art for the for the for the people who don't know what Slavia Praha is. It's fine art Rotterdam. It's a half half red half white kit, but it's a predominantly white kit. Uh, the uh, right half of the kit on the front is red and everything else is pretty much white. Um, let's see, red trim on the one shoulder, black trim on the other shoulder, and probably navy, I should say. Uh, the jock tag is Old Glory herself, the flag of the United States of America, because <laughs> uh, they're the only team in the league from the United States. Yes. That has uh, a serious DV. Yeah, like well, crap. they're yeah. they're absurd. It's the way Wahlberg's like it. Um, Jesus. Yeah, yeah it was Jenny McCarthy the fucking model for that shit? Oh, it, sorry. This this image appears to have the oh maybe this is the back of the neck. Back of the neck. The back of the neck has got the uh, flag of New England uh, with the complete with tree. Yeah, New uh, England has a flag. Yeah, huh. yeah it's just a. I presume all the individual states would, but New England as an area has a flag. I think it's so, unofficial. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's unofficial. Okay, it's like the Cascadian flag. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, Cascadia. I mean, yeah, it's established nice in 1996 is about sure. Yeah. Who isn't? Yeah, that's factual. Yeah, that's yeah. you and eight it's others. Not like the 1974 nonsense. They'd... True, it is eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's. Yeah, I like it. It's it's simple. It looks it's almost nice. Football. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that's. If a it wasn't kit. for that giant steaming turd of a badge. <laughs> um, it comes with red shorts, so it, it won't look so predominantly white. So I think it actually 
it's a it's an it's a nice yeah. look for them. So that's just how have they not figured out the badge yet? Yeah, I know, I know. They're Come they're going to be the last last holdout. It's books. So Dear this is really good. So the new. So now we're on to the new sporting Kansas City kit, and I, that. I like it. And I, I don't. It pisses me off because they've got one of the nice sets of uniforms, and I fucking hate the team. I feel like we we say this all the time that they keep no last year's home kit. Like, last year's home kit was terrible. It was the uh, it was the, the graph, graph paper. paper. Yeah, mm, uh, if that's said like uh, mm-hmm. you know. No, sorry. I'm trying to get other yep. other photos of it. Oh, um, now it's better now that I can see the color. Yeah. Oh, so, no. so it I is still a like powder blue, pajama blue. So real lack of old school collars in this league. Yeah, and and they have and an I, old and school I love collar, collar, and the old school collar makes this shirt Bastards. awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's got uh, it's got a thick pinstripe that's not super frequent, but it's noticeably thick. Um, and and it's not white. It's it's like a lighter. Shade of the light blue. If you could, why you need to get lighter than that light blue? I don't know. Um, it's like no other club on the one, one more sh- light. Yeah, a little bit more light, if you will. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's solid. Um, no other club on the one sleeve, as far as a, a, a slogan. Uh, no, no clear image of a jock tag as of yet. But uh, it's not terrible. I I I I, I genuinely like it. Um, if Coventry if Coventry City color. came out in that. Kit, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, All exactly. Right. If that were Coventry City, I will say, if TFC put out a kit that had that collar on it that wasn't completely abysmal, I would actually buy it. And I haven't bought a TFC kit in you like know, six years. Take take this kit and just put red. replace the white with the dark gray and pre- replace the light blue with the red. Oh, and um, yeah, I'd be I'll, all over I'd that. Be, I'd be like, buying that in a second. Absolutely. Um, uh, Literally, be like, just take my the shoulder. They're in white. Uh, you're 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 okay with this? Uh, yeah, it's all right. I don't think I'm as positive as uh, everyone else, but yeah, I love the yeah, collar. it's all right. Not bad. The right. collar turned me. What can I say? Let's see, uh, see if there's any more. Oh, the socks aren't bad. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It's not terrible socks. font on that. Uh, no other clubs I thing. I still love that kit. I still love the away kit. And uh, one of the last ones. I need is, to have a nap. Hold on. Is is uh, the uh, new Montreal away kit? Um, Did so, everyone watch the exciting video? Nope. nope. Even I didn't. Uh, f- let's see. For I the most send you these things. I I just skipped to the photos, and then I went to Twitter. So for the most part, it is a predominantly white kit, much the same as last year. Mm. Uh, white, but there's a the imprint has got sublimated stripes in it, so sure. it, it, it it looks kind of niceish. It's kind of plain blue cuffs, uh, blue shoulder Adidas stripes. Um, the jock tag is the uh, uh, centenary or whatever the anniversary of Montreal, the 375 nice. years. I like that. It's pretty classy. I kind of dig is it. That, that's the official logo for the, the whole 375 year celebration thing? Yeah, this yeah. this flower is kind of the de facto logo. Okay. It's a touch screen, Tony. Why would you do that? Sorry. Oh, um, okay. I can see the free three oh, minutes. Oh, well, thank you, okay. Tony. You're welcome. Um, that worked out in everybody's favor except for the listener. Um, on the back, there is a, I believe it's the City Crest of Montreal on the back. It's uh, on the back of the neck. It's fine. But uh, I, I will say that I'm going to give this whole thing favorable marks because their socks are on another planet. They're amazing. They're blue and white hoops on the socks, but they actually have the four and say the four symbols that appear on the flag of Montreal on the socks. So there's the clover, the leaf, the, mm-hmm. the shamrock, and the fleur de lis, and it's it's amazing balls. I love it. I can't. I'm. They look fantastic from the shins down. Yes, they do. I'm going to seek out a pair of these socks. They're that nice. 
Kristen, any 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 two cents you want to throw in on this? I, I, no, I'm 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 with you on that. I love the socks. The kit is boring as fuck, but the socks are really nice. Yeah, uh, jersey, meh. What what's going on with the collar? That that's just weird. Yeah, it's just a yeah that weird a little weird, like weird. There's a thing. dark gray triangle thingy. Yeah, right? like which, it's a ringer. It's a ringer neck, but it comes to a point, and there's a grayish triangle. It's like there. who mm. else did that? Was it Portland? No. Yes, I yes. think Portland's last did something, year something weird, weird like, like that. that, and that's always like, should we wrong. go with a V neck or is that a real a polo neck? Both. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go Adidas. So, Who's gonna have the balls to go with turtleneck one year? <laughs> Ah, uh, that would like be amazing. Snood. Just if any club, it. it would be Montreal. Yeah. Come on, those French folks would love a nice thinking <laughs> man's turtleneck. True. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Mm. So uh, that's uh, to be fair. That's the majority of the uh, leaks. They're still waiting on UTFC. Still waiting on Toronto. We're still waiting on um, Dallas to officially announce. Seattle's gotten a new away kit that they're not announcing until near the end of the month. Lake Minnetonka? Uh, uh, yep, Lake Minnetonka, both home and away. I haven't announced anything. So where Captain Greg Wilson um, has his boat. Columbus, <laughs> is, apparently Columbus is going to be yellow. Uh, sure. Or at least yeah, the why not? Yeah. Will be yellow. So uh, as long as it's correcting past errors. Um, and there's a couple others, too. They escape me. But uh, for the most part, that's uh, that's the biggest haul so far, and it might be the biggest single-week haul of the uh, Kitten Stadium podcast, Duncan. Excuse me, sir. Yes. Are we not talking about Vancouver? <gasps> I thought we covered Vancouver last no, week. No, I can't no. like Tuesday. I'm so sorry. Yes. Then, this just in <laughs> special edition, because I'm apparently forgetting things. Uh, Did yeah. you watch the video? Yes. Uh, and do you understand what I meant now? Yeah, that's entertaining. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Of the, of the wildlife. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the rain. The, the, the rain, yeah. The rain, yes. Oh, they love the rain. They do love the rain. So much so, they built themselves a domed stadium. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, my apologies for the for the omission. Uh, Vancouver, <laughs> home. Um, guys, do you like triangles? <laughs> yes. I love triangles. Do, Tony, what's your, first, your thoughts on triangles before we get into this. Well... I enjoy a weather report. That well, then you're in luck. <laughs> because this motherfucker's got a lot of triangles. Like, a lot of triangles. An absurd amount of triangles. So the triangles, I... I, I uh, this is this is my favorite part. Was, was the breakdown of the specific parts. Uh, I do appreciate any club that goes to the lengths uh, through Adidas to come up with an infographic to explain how stupid this is. So you don't look at it and go, wow, that's stupid. And are trying to be convinced that it's not that stupid. There is a shit ton of triangles that are supposed to represent rain because that's what you want a kit that represents rain if anything it's freezing rain i don't know i i was hoping they were either uh like tiny little mountains which would have been far better have you seen mountains or or just like actual or blue tortilla corn chips because those are really good that's the official corn chip of of this podcast they are um yeah so there are triangles everywhere uh it's the pattern it, it kind of when I looked at it, the first reaction like was something what an up. old man would wear, and he's had it in his in like cardigan form or something. Had, yeah, he's had it. He's had it in his closet since like 1961, but it's still in good condition, and he breaks it out every once in a while. Like, who would have something like a gaudy pattern like that? Mm. The Vancouver Whitecaps. Right. So you know, you and Grandpa got something to uh-huh. something to uh, uh, bond over. Um, since 1974, yes. that's your jock yeah, tag because. Yeah. Because there was no other interruptions. Uh, Canadian flag on the back because um, navy blue trim, navy blue neck. <laughs> oh, my neck. God. It's so much worse with the long sleeves. Oh. I hadn't seen that. No. Um, let's see. There's 
my my favorite thing is so this is the player version. It actually improves for the replica because the triangles disappear from the arms. <laughs> now, usually when teams have That's true. It a actually replica is better. It's slightly and an official, they less look hilarious. really really close. There's not a, there's not much separating oh short of maybe the fabrics that they use. This is one of the first ones where they're actually omitting something from the shirt. In the difference between give the, thanks the, the white caps for providing us this gift. Uh, mm. One of my favorite uh, images that I that I believe it showed up on Reddit was uh, they replaced all the triangles with sunshines, like little smiley suns, <laughs> and, then, and they did the whole mock-up uh, infographic. It's like the sun because it's fun and it's hot and it's nice. And I was like, <laughs> like oh yeah, um, also a better idea, much better, yes. much better kid. Uh, so my apologies. Thank you for the reminder of I. Was sure we talked about this last no, week. No, no. So yeah, for, uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, V-neck, uh, navy blue trim, navy blue cuffs. The official kit yeah. of Mister Furley. The, the, the official kit of Mister Furley. Uh, yeah, and that's a lot of company. So anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, this has been a full, good full episode. Yes, yeah, yes. this has been. Yeah. This has probably been one of the more prolific uh, yeah. episodes of the Kitten Stadium podcast. I, I'm. Uh, thank you all for joining me this week, and uh, you know, hopefully, there's more to come next week. So, uh, have a good evening. This has been the Kit and Stadium Podcast. Meow. See, that's the right time to do that. We're a serious podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the show, but not a lot of stadium talk. <laughs> well, there build some stadium talk. No. Look, when expansion happens, there's going to be plenty because they're all building a new one. There was, all right. there, there was a little bit of uh, Orlando Stadium talk a few weeks back. Mm. Yeah, they got a really steep gradient in the one end. Looks like they're I trying to reproduce the wall. It's in the title. <laughs> yes. Well, agreed. again, build another stadium, and I'll talk about it, Tony. Where's your, where's your stadium? Where's no, no tax dollars for stadiums. Thank you very much. Oh, good luck. Anyway, TFC Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's? Day. Yeah, we were talking about before we were interrupted. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. Who are you giving a Valentine to on TFC? <laughs> if anyone at all. I give one to Will Johnson. He says, sorry for the bad break. That's <laughs> him writhing in pain on the ground. Legendary. I'm giving one to Ashton Morgan mostly because he just seems like he could use it. Yeah, that, that was pretty much exactly yeah. what I had there. Yeah. Ashton, I think he needs it, doesn't he? I, mm. I gave, well, I gave one to Justin Morrow kind of for a similar reason, only like more highlighted on a national televised event. Oh, yeah, kind that's of a good thing. one too. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did do a, a, a sort of a punny card. Ah, go. For Armando Cooper. Oh. I'm over a barrel for you, Valentine. <laughs> Oh, Cooper! That's what people want at Valentine's a thinker. Yes, I got it. Very nice. Yeah, thanks, Mark. No problem. Catch back. Took a while, but I got it. back. Low bar, also. I know it's a low bar. It was, but apparently not for them. But punny cards, and I guess it's sure. You're ulti adorable. Ooh, that's so good. Nice. That's so good. That's pretty good. I'm Michael Bradley. Here's your Valentine's card. On the front, don't you like Seba? On the inside, Seba likes you, and so do I. (laughs) (laughs) There's money to there's 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 your free marketing club. Go ahead and make them. You're welcome.
Just beer us for once in a while. That's lovely. Well, happy post-Valentine's Day, whatever, I guess. Uh-huh. I'm beta sure that you are the right one. Oh, that's me. even better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I was trying to do one for Sheru, like... I was gonna go like Shay Roo 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 use, use me. You, yeah, I know, me too. Work. That's exactly it. I was like, it just doesn't quite it does fit. Not no. fit. You can put your Benny balls inside me anytime. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's a net. The picture's a net. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's exactly what not, it is. Not some not some not some uh-huh. tramp named a net, but like a gold net. <laughs> Why does she have to be a tramp? Uh, Don't slut shame, Mark. I'm not. It's a big net. Saint Valentine probably hangs out with Jesus. Regards, Drew Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recognize this? <laughs> you know, a musical card. You open it up and it says, tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, sure, you can That's go. exactly yeah. what the line uh-huh. is. Yeah. But yeah, actually musical. It actually plays. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, oh, yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. have the context. For you, I'll spend the $7.28 to get the musical card. I signed <laughs> these panties, Tsubasa Endo. <laughs> 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 You're the endo and be all for me. Oh, oh, hey, 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 that's a good one. That's a good one. Very nice. That's a good one. TFC people are listening. We're helping you. Yeah, happy Next Valentine's time, reach out Day, earlier. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Everybody, it's Bitchy Blakes. Kristen's trying to call me. So much to give. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Prove that. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Bitchy Blanks. It is actually we're gonna take a little break from Bitchy Blanks after next week. So this is our second. Last episode. We gotta return the bird anyway. Birds. Well, the one that the, the one that's still alive. The, the, oh, the okay. one that overlooks yeah. Mount Hope. Oh, all right. Last week's bitchy blank was TFC will give fans blank for Valentine's Day. Gentlemen, before we get to this week's winner, what do you have for this blank? They will give Michael Bradley. Uh, in white body paint and a really sort of snug white t-shirt and pants. He will go around to your house and clean your house and thus, uh, if the Super Bowl has taught me anything, thus this will induce sexy times. (laughs) The Super Bowl times? Oh, I didn't watch. I there haven't... was a Mr. Clean. Yeah, oh, I haven't Mr. seen any Mr. of the Mr. commercials. Mr. Clean came around and I'm here uh, to clean your house. This clean the house clean. and the the and the, the, the sexy times. Oh, watching okay. Mr. Clean clean the house, some jumped him, and you know, I presume this was a documentary. Yeah. Makes sense. Science kid. Yeah, can't yeah. argue yes. that. Uh, TFC fan, TFC will give fans a bouquet of a dozen red cards mm. for Valentine's Day. Nice. Yeah, they had nothing. The morning wood of expectations. Ooh. <laughs> Ew. 
Yeah. Uh, it goes down after a while. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. TFC March will give... be amazing. Oh, hey. <laughs> You'll be like, oh. <laughs> TFC will give fans two chocolates each. One for every year they've been successful. <laughs> oh. Hot take. Keep it real. <laughs> wow. Were they really successful in 2015? Oh, snap! <laughs> mm. You know? Yeah. Maybe that, that's like one of those like really crappy chocolates. Yeah, yeah. Like there's know. nuts and shit in the middle. Well, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, I didn't say what kind of chocolate. Like two lint chocolates, one like of one the good ones, one of the really bad friggin ones. cherry ones. Blech. Sure, yeah. Yeah, one of the, one of the you know, top quality really good ones, for sure. Yeah. And then, yeah, I... Mm. All right. However, this week's winner is uh, Richard Wyatt at Richard L. Wyatt on the Twitters. Hey. TFC will give fans syphilis or Precky, whichever is more palatable for Valentine's Day this year. Precky. I've got I'll a cream for Brecky. both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want Precky with syphilis? Syphilitic. Syphilitic. Say that one time fast. Syphilitic Precky. Pedragosyphilitis. It's a very specific strain. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hang on, wait. Where's that chart? Okay, let's see what kind of Precky syphilis. Let's see. I got Prexy. <laughs> All right. For next week, for our last bitchy blank for a while, uh, or maybe ever, who knows? I know. For Family Day, TFC will adopt blank. Next next week's bitchy blank, possibly the last one ever. For Family Day, TFC will adopt blank. Unless you want to start a petition, there people on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yes, right in. Doesn't it's not free. Keep these birds. It's really not. Oh, seven of these birds alive. And away from the cat. Learning, mm. teaching them to talk. Yes. <laughs> what do you think I do with all my spare time? Getting them to sing along with the theme song. Yeah. These are very skilled birds. They yes. really are. It's a lot of fingers and little bird bums. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? What do you do when we're not here? I teach them how to talk, is what I do. <laughs> these are your animal training methods. <laughs> Give me back I my spare key. I'm, I'm secretly hoping you're not confusing it with something else because that would just be creepier. Anyways, always please do send us wow. your answers to us on the Twitters at VocalMinorityCA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as you see fit or in the comments underneath the episode when it's posted online. Play as often as you like, but hey, you've got until next Friday at 5 o'clock to get your answers in or that's it, really. Friday? I mean, next Monday at oh, 5 o'clock. Okay. Uh, and if you guys don't like the sound, stop being fucking hypocrites. I have my methods. <laughs> face to face, I'm back to back. You see and feel my shakes are tired. Rush, rush for fantasy. All right, next up on this week's episode, uh, between this week and next week's episode, we are taking a look back. Ten seasons of TFC. So TFC have been around for ten full seasons. And you know what? It does feel like longer because we've endured so much. We thought before... We've seen some shit. We really have. Before the season kicked off, we thought we would take a little stroll down memory lane. 
Uh, you know, there'll be some happy moments. There'll be a lot of screams of terror, I think. But for this week, we're going to take a look back at the first five seasons of TFC. Not those ones. It all started so well, though, didn't hmm. it? Well, well, all right. So 2007 is first up on uh, our look back. We're going to go cross. All was shiny and new. Mm. You know, we had the rickety stadium, but that was okay. That was part of the charm. The shaking of the stadium yeah, was part of the experience, yeah, right? It looked good on TV, mm-hmm. and that meant we were enthusiastic, and everyone was happy and shiny. I don't even want to know. Um... Anyway, uh, Mojo was, of course, in charge, dear gods. Uh, Dikio was our savior, and everyone wanted to go to a game. I had so many people that I didn't know were my friends uh, that first year. (laughs) And honestly, I don't think anyone really knew or expected that that was going to be the response. I do remember after the very first game, walking for at least an hour, trying to find somewhere that had room for us to sit down and at least have a drink. Uh, because none of the bars or restaurants were expecting any kind of the response they had. Um, so it was just, you know, it was, I think it was excitement to have a pro team in Toronto. And I don't think, you know, they could have foreseen what was going to happen. Now, of course, you know, the season team finished last in the East, just missed out on being the wooden spoon winner. Winner. Mm. Um, did, did we not finish last that season? Second last, wasn't it? Huh. Yeah, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember who. Wasn't it Salt Lake? I didn't really pay attention. Somebody just, like, we just eked past someone, but total bottom of the East for sure. And yeah, so you know what? The first year, it kind of didn't, almost didn't matter about the results, at least for me. I was just, again, I'm different than at least the two across the pond. Across the pond. Well, that too. Across the table. Wow. Um, Tables all of a sudden. It got so much bigger. Um, But I never had like a local team for me. So for me, I was just really excited to get to go watch my local side, to have a local side to pay attention to. And, um, you know, my parents got me my tickets for Christmas. That was great. And, you know, I look back at that first year, those first couple of years with a fair amount of like happy fondness Mm -hmm. (laughs) until it all went to shit. I don't know. Um, we've got three things we kind of wanted to talk about for every year. Um, so favorite player from 20, 2007, guys? Carl Robinson for me. Me too. Robbo. I went with, uh, I went with Marvel win, uh, mostly because... Wasn't he, he 2000? Uh, not according to uh, the statistics. Well, he was definitely there in the 2007. I he looked I up. He, was. he came mid-season. Um, I just thought it was funny that, you know, this team of throwaways and leftovers and all of a sudden we got this super speedy guy in the wing. And not to say, not, no no complete slight. And, and also, full disclosure, this is a bit of revisionist, re- revisionism, but he seemed to be the, the one of the best players we had out on the pitch. Just because he was beating everybody, he was the one part that I could go get it to him and things are going to happen down the side. Um, I will throw out uh, Edson Buddle, just as a uh, as, <laughs> yeah, as a good s- signifier of, you know, the. I didn't know we could do that. 
I don't want to go with Connor Casey. <laughs> I'm just going with the whole sort of revolving door thing. This was kind of like, ah, it's like one of the first signs. Oh, yeah, but this is going to be shit. Just, yeah, you know, wasn't here at the start of the season. And there's a bit of a trade for him. Then he gets traded away. And it's like maybe five or six games altogether. And it's just like, ah, okay, you know, that's not a terrible move to pick him up. I, oh, we're giving up on that already. Okay. It's, yeah. Yeah, but we he, had a, we He had signified uh, the, the, the overall confusion. We had Electrico Escandarian in the wings. Of- exactly. Well, did, didn't they trade Escandarian for Buddle? Exactly. And then who did they trade Buddle for? I, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, he, I think he's uh, a good, kind of like, signifies the Gold mess. Weight. I don't know. It was the, uh, well, baby. Anyways, for me, like Tony, it was Carl Robinson, uh, one of my, probably still my favorite TFC player of all time. Um, standout memory from that year. I didn't really go to many games or that sort of thing. Oh, I wasn't in that one, so I will uh, have to go with the uh, last game of the season. So, you know, the, the Dicchio equalizes in the last minute. There's a pitch inversion. Yeah, that's all kind of fun. For me, it was before a uh, ball was kicked, actually. It was that first day coming from the streetcars to <clears throat> when the North Stand used to be very open. You could just kind of look onto the pitch from before you even entered the stadium and it was even though it was I knew it was turf and it wasn't real grass just seeing an actual stadium in the city that was ours and was just even in its rickety Lego you know mm-hmm. sheet metal way it was it was, very, it was nice it was very special cool there's only five Toronto goalies there's only five <laughs> Toronto goalies do we all get to pick our favorite one a new one each game <laughs> results still the same <laughs> Walking in a Keeper Wonderland. <laughs> nice. Very what nice. a calamity that was. <laughs> and the sad part was, they were all pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, for, for many many years, TFC did not like lack for competent keepers. I mean, that that, that was always... I think they that, had about a million of them because they had to keep rotating through them. But. I think the thing that, that surprised... Like, I didn't realize it until about, I don't know, maybe season four or five, that there really were no terrible keepers in the league. Mm. Until but, we bought Freddie Hall in. Yeah, well. <laughs> All the halls. But, but on a, like, I mean, Stakanovich, as I remember, was probably the least equipped to be an MLS keeper. And he ultimately wasn't for one very much longer. But the others were, like, even Monsalvi, after he getting a handful of appearances, went on to have a pro career from that, mm-hmm. from that stint. Like, that's amazing that you could be a, you could be like a starting keeper at York University and just by, absolute sheer luck and desperation you get a chance you shine and now you can have a career and good for him also yeah. sam reynolds and also sam reynolds <laughs> yes yeah, sam reynolds uh, uh, those are quality say, almost yeah. two games he played <laughs> um so like i wrote down a number of things the, for me the pitch invasion just because that was so much fun to be part of and to to you know get down onto the field and stuff like that uh the home opener though had just for me, it was just very, like I said, it was just very cool to get to be, to be at a game and to to be there and to enjoy that moment. Um, of course, the seat cushions when DQO scored that goal. Uh, a note about that particular game slash date um, was May 12th, 2007. TFC played home this year on May 13th. So almost exactly 10 years to the day. Um, so almost. expect some sort of I, I, I expect they will do some sort of something just a little a head giant sh- seat cushion dropped from a CF-18 <laughs> <laughs> it'll be our new roof <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Honorable uh, shout out to the gold drought. Both of them. It's Both like, of them. It's yes. like, a, it's like season defining things as well. That seems fair. That seems fair. All right. Um, and because we've often referred to this team as uh, as a circus, what's the circus level for year one? It was probably it was probably higher, but maybe only felt like a five out of ten because it was like shiny and new. Yeah. Onto the surface, it was, it was probably closer to a seven. I went with uh, three clowns in the clown car out Ooh, of ten. Because, uh, yeah, as I say, you know, it's, it's just, there was a lot of revolvy door, sort of on pitch. Mm. Mm. Is it, this probably isn't good, is it? Um, but, yeah, you know, off the pitch, things seemed rosy and friendly and fun, and at least until they announced the initial price increases. So, yeah, it's three. I put small town fair level of clown you know you couldn't see the cracks yet everything felt very like charming and cozy the carnies didn't even really seem that scary signs of things to come i see i went with shriner oh okay yeah, i felt i felt it was That's uh, good i mean probably in the moment it was probably more of it but given what was to come and you know looking back as it as it is what it is yeah shriner's fair because it gets way stupider than this so yes, yes all right 2008 speaking of year two still kind of had that new club smell you know Jimmy Brennan promised we we're gonna make the playoffs oh everything's so gonna be fine what could go wrong Mojo is still in charge overall but but a the, new coach is in town the entertainers hey 14, John Carver 14 players in 18 players out <laughs> That's official. <laughs> well, at least Wikipedia official. Um, you know, we had a proper English manager now. Mm-hmm. Take the reins and leave Mojo to, you know, oversee things and work make, his, work his make as many backroom deals as he yes. wanted. Um, but things still, you know, sort of felt a little bit optimistic, even given, again, the woeful results. The team would finish last in the East again. Um, I think third last in the league. Mm. So still, we're not completely the worst but mm. so favorite player from that year for me that year was marvel win me too did you look at my notes when you got here no cheater nice i will go with rowan ricketts <laughs> why not <laughs> scored lots of goals he, or uh, well, lots of goals <laughs> he had he had a couple of good games mm-hmm. and but yeah he, he just sort of exemplified it again you know just the overall, sign of things to come yeah, the, the, the role, like spirit of the club really just hey oh well you're kind of flashy and oh did you know he played for both Arsenal and <gasps> Tottenham <gasps> oh oh, hey, oh but you're crap aren't you okay. there's a reason why he used to mm. <laughs> you know, with with all the great players that came in Celtic legend Oliver Tevely Amado Guevara, Julius James, Jared Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, Johan Smith as well. Darlington, yeah. former Darlington player. Johan Legend, Smith. Uh, legend yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite player from that time is is going to be forever remembered as the Chad and his infamous cramping up. <laughs> without, without for the first six or seven games, he would have to come oh out God, lame from the 80, that. like somewhere between the 80th and the 85th minute. He would just flop on the ground, clutching his leg. And obviously they fixed that because it never happened after those first six games. But you could could see somebody warming up for him and him hobbling. He's like, oh, there's the cramp. So, And it was always a cramp. It was never pulled hamstring. It was never pulling up lame, getting tackled too much. Nope. I mean... 
Probably yeah. from the heat of Duncan yeah. staring at his upper thighs. <laughs> this is true. It's true. <laughs> Even the, then, yes. Yeah. Uh, from the upper it's, west it's, stand, yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Chad. Yeah, I was like I said, I went with Marvel win as well. I just for sort of some of the same reasons you had in for two thousand seven. I just I loved his play and I loved his style of play. Um, standout memory from that year. Um, I will start off with uh, when we lost uh, the Voyagers Cup. Uh, when you know, everything seemed to be going along all good and great and hooray and then oh it all went wrong and then just just instead of John Carver of laying into. Uh, What's his name? Jeff Cunningham. Uh, well, after the Jeff uh, Cunningham deserved that. Well, some may say that. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah. Some may say it's, uh, that was an entertaining little uh, little moment, really. For me, it was an overall evolution of John Carver's being as a man. <laughs> he looked like a happy-go-lucky Geordie in <laughs> April, <laughs> and slowly got darker and darker. <laughs> Um, with the 18 players that went out Pozniak, Celtic legend Oliver Tevely, Colin Samuel and Marisa Du for the grass thank you very much Um, I'm going to go with uh, the arrival and utter collapse and ultimate departure of Laurent Robert. Hey! He came in. He was great. He was. But that free up. kick, that one time. Remember the it? wall. Remember the free kick? Yeah, remember yeah. the free kick. I always remember the free kick. No, I don't remember the free kick. <gasps> it was the last. Trust me, the last game he kick. ever played for Toronto was far more memorable than anything he did because he would be sitting out on the right hand the, the, side of the, the pitch, pouting the whole game and nobody, doing nothing. No, nobody was passing to him, and it was so apparent that the other team would leave him unmarked, and nobody would like the ball was never going over there. So then there was the brilliant idea: let's switch sides, and I think it was Ricketts went to the other side, and he went to he went to I guess it would be the left hand side, and basically you saw the entire field shift to the right side. And now it was empty on the left side because nobody wanted to pass him the ball. Because he was completely brutal. To be well, fair, but he was you, also you done. Ricketts. I, that's probably what I was about. Oh, we've got to feed Rowan Ricketts. He's yeah, really well, there's good. that so, too. No, but they, he was a winger and he was just bad. Mm. Just, it was, but it was, I'm, like when you hear of like players falling out with the team, you never, you rarely get to see it happen <laughs> in real time. And you spent a good 80 minutes on the pitch not getting any service. Like that's well, like to, and not to, for the other ten players service. to willfully not want to give him the ball, say you know what, fuck it, we're gonna play as if you're not here. That's that's a special level of hell right there. Well, we watched it. At least they fixed the club chemistry when they got rid of them, though. Oh, true. To bring in mm. Carlos Ruiz, mm-hmm. that only <laughs> took five weeks to arrive. Yep, because he was walking. To be fair. Well, you you mentioned my Mary, which is a combination of yes, selling Marisa do for for a grass pitch but watching the um the council the, the motion going through city council um i was home that day mm. uh so it was on you know channel 10 i don't remember was it uh joey pants i think was the one who was championing championing the motion uh in chambers and watching and, and watching it and watching like the votes and everyone like agreeing whether or not because this this was like this went through city council whether or not they were going to be able to fund putting this in and it was it was a big deal it was one of my one of my early like 
I don't know what's happening. It was like so vested. I was so happy I was home that day, but that sort of is very much. Was that 2008? Because I know the grass didn't go in until 2010. Yeah. Yeah, but that the, was. The, that's how slow bureaucracy works. Yes. The actual vote was 2008. Yeah. Nice. And they probably did it in the off season of 2008 because that's when you. It's probably when you get the. They finally got and the. And then, like, the Rangers, next year they had so to, like. Plan it. Plan it. Exactly. Uh, shout out for 2008 great moments uh, the game where everyone went off to play internationally and we had to have uh, Rick, <laughs> oh, shit, Rick Titus right. and yes. uh, what's his name Regan and uh, yeah. Marco Velas was like the only first teamer that stayed so he got to be captain and then he got himself sent off for like a dumb retaliation foul right. just right at the start of the oh. second half oh. and we lost 3-1 to Chivas oh of I all was, uh, yes. I was in Fort Erie watching that game on TV. Oh Spooky. dear. Yeah, for a wedding. Uh, circus level? Five. As, as mentioned, you know, John Carver's starting to lose it here and there. And, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of Robert and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it, it, it's getting up there. So five, clang, five clowns in the car. I'll go with a flea circus. Ooh, Intriguing. Circus. All right. Particular. Sorry, I, I went with Circus Circus, the casino in oh, Vegas. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, it sounds like a good idea, and I mean there are crappier ones out there, but you ain't going back. You don't want to go back. So <laughs> uh, instead of a small town fair, small town carnival. Mm. So ramping up to almost a real circus. The carny carnies are slightly grungy, but you're still not quite afraid of them. But you know know something is wrong mm. and maybe you shouldn't go on these rides mm. True. all right 2009 the year that was a sign of things to come for the next few years in terms Ooh. of drama futility depression <laughs> that's a tfc supporter the season that started famously with john carver resigning what like five games into the season after, after vicious fallout with tex hooper yes <sighs> After what he called was league interference. Mm. Don't you remember his fight with Tex Hooper? Wasn't that? Uh, it wasn't really a fight. Bob DeClerc had to. Uh, was it Bob DeClerc? Oh, never yeah, mind. Yeah, totally Bob DeClerc. Like, you edit that out. Like two years later. Never mind. <laughs> Damn it. I know. It's like yes. John Carver definitely had uh, a meltdown in, in 2000, it, it, late 2008. He got sent Dallas. off, didn't he? He got sent off in Dallas, right? Yeah, late yes. 2008. Yeah. Don't worry, Tony. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> anyway, so then in 2009, the beginning of the season, uh, again, like four or five games in, again, he was being benched again or whatever, coaching from the stands via phone to Chris Cummins. Um, but that was it. League interference, going, taking the family and going back home. He was done. Mm -hmm. and in rides, Chris Cummins, which... We all kind of liked Chris Cummins, I think. A little bit. ride, he slid over. <laughs> yeah, he went over. <laughs> um, 2009 also saw Danny DiCchio retire due to back injuries. Aeroplane mm. issues. Yes. yes. Like B.A. Baracus. Um, <laughs> TFC uh, sign Julian de Guzman mm, as the mm. first ever Canadian DP, sorry D-Row, in league history. Um, and, and flocks of fans. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yes. Also. All right. Favorite player. Uh, there was a boy from Scarborough, Canadian All international, right. Houston legend, Adrian Serio. <laughs> Fuck you, you bastard! 
Adrian, like, first half of the season, Adrian <laughs> Serio was fucking no wrong. awesome. He was fucking awesome. And then it looked That's like true. he got injured, and it's like every time he sort of fell over, it was, it was, well, his knee was impossible done. for him to get up, and he just like, he was constantly, every muscle in his leg was stretched and broken and whatever. I've talked to him about that, and he was like, basically, I shouldn't have played the last 10 games of the mm, season. But, but it does, like, that first month, couple of months, it's, yeah, it was incredible. He was he was still the guy who scored the goal from a throw-in at Millwall. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Ah, the other one from Scarborough. I don't know who. I, I hope I there's don't a know. Who? I really do. There was someone else. Because obviously, I'm not checking to see who all is from Scarborough. <laughs> Mark, also fantastic. Yeah, Dwayne Di Rosario, by by far and away. I would have made him a DP the second they came in the league, but you know, I don't get to control the team. He was made a DP, wasn't he? Oh, <laughs> they lied. <laughs> Sam Cronin. Oh, yeah. for oh. a variety yeah. of reasons. He was good. Uh, not limited to his willingness to speak up. Mm, that served him well. Yes. Not, yeah. Well, yeah. I know, but and he landed no, on it really, no, it really did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got, got, got him the hell out of here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for comedy purposes, Pablo Vitti and Ali Jaba. Mm. <laughs> uh, wow. That. The, the six games Sherba played, I liked it. It was I fun. Was, uh, I was really, really, really excited when they signed out. Oh, that's a great that's fucking signing. That's a great signing. signing. This is going to be great. I, I don't was, know how they couldn't get on the pitch. New... It was brutal. Was it that year or the next year when Nick Garcia got knocked the fuck out? The next year. Yeah. 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 Never mind. He arrived at the same time as Gerba in yeah. the same deal. Yeah. So, but then, yeah, 2010 was when uh, the Montreal guy knocked Garcia out. Great moment, yes. All right, so standout memory yes. for 2009. Wow, the Giants' loss. Okay. And, of course, and of course the stand-up attitude of Captain Courageous after that. <laughs> yeah. Captain Coffee. Um, I will go with the, the, the mid-season the protest that happened outside Gate is it gate four where all the offices and stuff are mm-hmm. it's a big sort of like a little bit of a protest and sort of sing song and all that sort of thing and uh, uh, that was almost immediately followed up by them signing uh, Gerber and Garcia and mm, fan power <laughs> yes be caveat Quality. emptor people caveat emptor yeah it's my favorite Latin phrase um, I'm with uh, I'm with Mr. Tony on this one uh, the uh, the traumatic experience of one Duncan D. Fletcher in his in his trip down so <laughs> it was it was uh so memorable. N- none I, I of back. you none of you will go to the gloriousness that was the miracle in Montreal. I have it on my list here in case other people had said Oh the okay. Things, They're like why Well you like, said moments. Right. It left it like the part I remember to no, one fair. to one moment. That's true. So that that is and the that wo- was soiled for me. Everything was soiled. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, Tony took this seriously. I've got one moment. I've got like four. No, five, I, I have four. Two, I follow the true. rules. Yes. Yeah. No, I have the Miracle Montreal. I also have the disaster in New York mm. or New Jersey. But also, Gabe Gallus scores against Real Madrid. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Truly, that's burned in our memories. Keep it real to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, circus level. Uh, we're up to seven clowns Ooh, dear. in the clown car. Mm. Uh, you know, obviously got the uh, the John Carver quitting fiasco, uh, De Guzman signing and Dero, and sort of Real Madrid's coming, Real Madrid's coming, oh, putting up the extra seats, yeah, tickets like $200, you fucks. Yeah. Um, you know, five nil in New York, all the, the bad apples and, you know, people not talking. It's, uh, it's just, they really ramped it up this year, so seven out of ten clowns in the oh, clown car. Wowza. 
Tony? The ill-fated CTV show Circus from the early 80s. Ooh. <laughs> it took a second, but now I remember what you're talking about. Wow. Holy crap. That hurt my brain. Uh, Just like that year hurt my soul. Uh, Cirque du Soleil's Humanity. Mm. Now, I don't know if you ever saw this show, but if you ever get to go to Vegas, don't <laughs> see everything else. It's garbage. Absolute shite. It sounds like a good idea because it's Cirque du Soleil and they're all artsy. And kind of... No, not worth it. Bullshit. Don't do it. Sounds like a tribute to bestiality. It may as well have been. <laughs> there was one uh, point, that, and, and I know this because la, 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 la. I paid money for it. No, there was one point. <laughs> I usually do for that, but la, la, well, no, la, la. I'm saying I saw. Uh, uh, one point, there were two male male acrobats fighting. La, and then la, they, la, la. No, no, let it go. And then they at the end of the thing, they end up kissing. And I saw a bunch of old people get up and leave because they were so offended by it. Like, <laughs> and the and best then, part of the whole and show. And you wanted to see them because the they left early and like you watched that. the whole thing? At that point, out of conviction, it's like, fuck it, I'm staying. <laughs> that pissed them off. I'm in. Let's do this. Which is pretty much my reasons to buy season's tickets for every year after that. So Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, mine was, uh, we progressed from Small Town Carnival all the way up to a two-ring circus. Two-ring? Oh, yeah. Because it, it, it went from... Oh, this is still kind of fun to. Oh, what the fuck? As a donkey with painted stripes on it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, they don't have real circle animals just yet. But the carnies this time. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're you're yeah. No, you don't go to the circus. They know where your dark. sister lives. <laughs> All right. It's where I live. 2010. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, they know where uh, she lives. Ah, 2010. So so glorious. Almost. So the wheels that fell off at the end of 2009. Refused to stay on yes. as 2010 progressed. This is when the tail chasing. Oh yes. In earnest. So new new head coach Precky, woo, yes, would not last the season. Of course not. As he and Mo Johnson were fired, well demanded. They they were basically like run out of town on a rail. Mojo very well deserved. Precky just caught in the crossfire for the most part. Uh, in September, Nick Dasovich would become the. Very short-lived interim coach, um, and the yes, as as Duncan has pointed out, the tail chasing, the 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 never the the hole. They just couldn't figure out ladders. No, we'll just dig our way out of the hole. This will work, and not so much. It was it was the beginning of what felt like the beginning of the end times. Really, it was the blurst of times, <laughs> and, and, and just the blurst of times. Yeah. Uh, favorite player? Uh, Chad Barrett. This is the, the year Chad is, Barrett really the came here. into his own. And it's like, oh, yes, he's really good. Full you know. Chad. Yeah, he, he went full Chad. He was full Chad at that point. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it worked really well. And then he got injured. That's when the season fell apart. That, that's just true. It's just science. Mm. Young Nana for me. Wow. Mm. Fair. It was nice. Fair. It, it yeah. seemed like the emergence of the first... Proper, real proper homegrown guy who's gonna be solid and you know mainstay. It's like in the league for years. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. was sure of it. I would have put my on it. Or, yeah, actually, know, so maybe I. transferred to a higher league somewhere else. He was, else, the, yeah. he was like the apprentice of Siriu, kind of. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I miss him. Yeah, but then uh, Preki leaves and the defenders all turn to shit. Yeah. Mm. Surprise. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, I, I need to get you like a shirt that says something to that effect or something. You, know, you need to put it in your like your Twitter bio or, or just something. Chad Barrett got injured and it all fell apart. <laughs> Precky left. The defense sucks. Precky was the other one who could ever organize a defense. R.I.P. Yeah. season three. Yeah. Mm. Four. Um, my, mine's twofold. Dero for the performances. Mister for the punchlines. Mm. Yeah, Mister's in my, my comedy answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan Gargan for my comedy answer, mm. but Nana for my real answer. Actually, mm. I, I I was always a big fan of his, and again, it's still, it still, it it bothers me to this day quite seriously that his career got so messed up um, while he was here, after he left here, between injuries, coach mismanagement, and and, and yes, yeah, certainly I guess talent level. Although watching him, that weird hairdo thing. Oh, oh the weird hairdo thing mm-hmm. with the yeah, mm-hmm. um, it, it it does it it you know he fell off the national team radar. He gets called to camp occasionally, but he does never get to play or be in the actual team. It it does it legitimately makes me sad because I wanted such good things for him. Mm. Uh, standout memory. Uh, I'm gonna go with the. <laughs> Uh, game. <laughs> Chi- <laughs> it was a game against Chicago. We won four one. Chad Barrett scored twice, and right up until like this season, said like the semi final against Montreal. That was still my favorite TFC game ever. It was glorious. It absolutely fucking pissed down. I was drenched, but like Chad scored twice. It was like amazing. It was like the the, the special kid in school got an A that he actually earned. It's like, ah, this well, is magnificent. It, like, it's like a proud like papa. This, right? like, I know. He's just, he's literally flushed with pride. Yeah, no, like, he's beaming. It's a little weird, but I, know, I get it. But I'm with you. It's, as I said, still my, my favorite Aww. TFC game. Duncan. Uh, perhaps the Montreal game. Mush bucket. In reality, it was the Precimo dismissal because it finally felt like, oh, maybe they've finally seen what this guy's been doing. Right. Little did we know this would go on for another three years. Yeah, a few years. But remember the time Nick Garcia got knocked the fuck out? Yes. My stand-up memories, uh, it's it's the end of the tyranny of, of Mo Johnson. But uh, honorable mention has to be uh, the uh, Champions League game where we actually beat somebody of value. Yeah. And yeah. they thumped Cruz Azul at home. And that was, to me, like, okay, this... This isn't all going to be shit forever. Like there's, there's, there's hope. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, they could actually beat someone who's kind of good. Yeah. Two one. Even Mister scored. Wait, I know. Uh, back when we for that brief moment we were like maybe maybe this is the no that's yeah, not only the there was an international legend to come in and fix this for us. <laughs> uh, so mine outside of all of those ones, uh, sort of comic but also sort of you know real because again it highlighted. TFC, uh, Gargan getting changed in a taxi, <laughs> in a taxi mm-hmm. on his way to his first game because he'd been signed mid-whatever. Flight. Yes, <laughs> literally. Here, here's your stuff. Get changed. You're, you're playing in like 20 minutes. Um, that was very TFC. So circus level. 
Um, full on 10 out of 10 Woo-hoo! clowns in the clown car. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Jim Brennan quitting after the first game. Let's not forget that. Shit, that's right. <laughs> oh my God, I had yeah. forgotten about yeah. that. Yeah. I think we were just so happy uh, to see him go. Yeah, there's obviously the, the, the Precium Mo firing and the, that game before it featuring like the U Sector and Red Patch Boys fighting each other. And yeah, all that, that was hilarious. Yeah. It's good. Uh, yeah, then it's like D-Rose check signing as well. And I just, yeah, there's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of circus in that one. So 10 out of 10 clowns on the car. Okay. Oh, yeah, this was full on Barnum and Bailey at Madison Square Gardens. It's, yeah, this is the pinnacle. This is what all circuses strive yep. to be. Elephants like, shitting in the Lincoln oh, Tunnel. Yeah. yeah, three rings. Yeah, I've got the three flaming, rings. Those, the, the flaming wheel thingy that mm-hmm. spins around in itself. Acrobats flinging into each other from countries nobody's ever heard of. It's the whole nine, in this case ten, of... This is this is the pinnacle of circusdom. Cats and dogs living together. Mass. Zumanity. Yeah. It's humanity. <laughs> yeah, I've got three ring comes to town and sets up shop. Carnies from seven counties make their way <laughs> yeah. to Toronto. Yep. <laughs> no one goes out at night. Ah, oh, yes. 2011. The last the year, year in our fixed. first. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, the year that Jurgen Klinsmann took down TFC. <laughs> Basically. Advising our inept team execs. Hi, Earl. Uh, to put Aaron Vinter. Oh, poor Aaron Vinter. It wasn't really your fault. Not entirely your fault. It was a little bit his fault. Uh, in charge while putting his successor just in the wings, waiting with a dagger. Um, really? Genius. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Uh, this was the year that saw Torsten Frings, of course, come to TFC. Yes, which is just weird. It's still weird, still but weird. for again, for that brief moment, it was like, Torsten Frings is here. Mm-hmm. He's and we became quite a competent team for, for a few months exactly. after he got here. It was really mm-hmm. exciting. Oh, he's oh, coming this is, things us. are happening. We're going to be good. Yeah. And there was CCL success. Mm-hmm. Uh, that decisive win in the cold for the home opener. Go Javier Martina. That was yes. your moment yeah, in yes. your one moment. That was it. One moment was, in the snow. Yep. Uh, you know, <laughs> basically, if only we knew what was coming. There was sun. It just wasn't heating in. Yeah. No. Fair. It was fucking cold that, that day. Was maybe, that was maybe like, the coldest match I remember. And there's yeah. been a lot of them. Been a lot of them Possibly recently. colder than MLS Cup, actually. I feel like whatever the first game in 2012 was, like mm. first game at BMO Field in 2012, like it was cold, it was rainy, and that was just mm. a really fucking miserable. That one I just remember being lost. It was really, Arctic, really cold. Oh, yeah. 25, minus like, 30. Like, I had... True. Yeah. yeah, we... I think we wa- we went... We remember being in, like, the, the washrooms at BMO trying to thaw out underneath the really ineffective heaters mm-hmm. um, that are in there and that, 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 that's no one was using the you should have just washed your hands in the hot water shut up you assholes with hot water in your bathrooms because the women's washrooms only have cold water bastards just pee on your hands what? Mm. <laughs> there's yes. another good choice yes. yes plus if there's any jellyfish in the stadium you're, you're alright I'm totally yeah. safe yes uh-huh. they, 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 they crawl their way out of Lake Ontario into the stadium uh, favorite player from 2011 I'll throw Zhao Plata he was uh, he was surprisingly scored some goals yeah. and was uh, a lot of fun to watch inconsistent not always a lot of fun to watch but often he was Chunky fucker Danny Coovermans. Sure. Chunky fucker. 
I'm gonna go with Settlers of Catan. He's gonna go over me. He's, he's, gonna, <laughs> he's not a chunky. He's, he's gonna kind of chunky. He is a chunky. Fucker. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh say, yeah. I'm not sure which uh, way you're going with this. I'm but. sure. I'm sure Ms. Cooperman's is perfectly Svelte? svelte as most Perhaps. footballers' wives tend mm. to be. I'm with Cooperman's without the uh, without the title. <laughs> without the chunky fucker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, not no. chunky fucker. <laughs> chunky fucker. <laughs> Chucky, fuck her. Yeah. Not not hole in a can of soup. <laughs> Would have been better. Yeah, that's that's exactly what yeah. I'm thinking. Right, um, well. I went with Frings. Because right. it was... I liked his work at Union Station. <sighs> not going to start on that. That still <laughs> right. makes me angry. Comedy purposes, uh, Nick Silsner. Yes. Well, I, I would, you know, we have the shirts to prove it, or at least Roz and I do. Um, or do we make those the next year? It was the next year, yeah. you're right, yeah. When his legend before grew. before he Ooh. left. Yes, right. Um before he left. Yeah. yeah, left. yeah. Part two is fun. <laughs> yes. Uh so yeah, Frings was just other than the free kicks. No. Um except for that one when he scored that goal, which was kind of awesome. Um but he was just Montreal? Yeah. It was just very, very enjoyable to watch him. And yeah, for those few months, suddenly it was like, ooh, this, this makes is, sense. This makes this sense. Looks... And he's like yeah. literally you know, making people around him better and, mm-hmm. and things are flowing. Oh, yeah, it was delightful we for a while. Finally, we, have, we have hit bottom. We have solidified. And now we're just going to move ri- forward. Yeah, we're Phoenix rising yes. from Arizona. Yes. Um, but it was delightful to get to watch him play here, even though it was obviously, especially at the very end the next year, but... It was delightful to get to watch him. Uh, standout memory. Uh, I'll go with. Uh, I'll stick to the early season nonsense. I'll go with the the, the two games I, uh, I ever watched TFC from a press box in. I uh, lost like three 0 at home two. to DC United. Oh, that's right. And then six two at home to Philly. It was a uh, so Oh, two it was after the six two game. Wasn't that the game that we banned you from ever mm. going to the press box mm. ever again? Mm. <laughs> I seem to remember this. That. So but basically, a, what I'm hearing is, anytime you go outside of your normal element, Toronto gets thumped. Duncan, have yes. they ever won while you're in the press mm. box? No. See, there you go. That's why it was banned. One of the worst games ever in TFC history. Were you in the press box when you went down to Giant Stadium? Because that would totally make sense. <laughs> I wasn't. No. Are you mm. sure? Mm. Are you sure? Was it just but a again, I mean, box you, you talk of like you talk of out of your usual element. It was. Uh, you know, I think it was 2009. So it was probably about like six or seven away games in before I actually saw them not lose. Mm. So, yeah, that, that just, just still counts. Same theory. He's on assignment for when Saturday comes all over us. <laughs> 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 oh, that's that's up at the top of the magazine rack in behind. Tony? Um, Saturday. Not the nicest looking girl, but... No. Ooh, yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Um, for me, it was the Wacky Nut Can replay. Played in front of singles of people. Yep. That was fun. Including ourselves. 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Not the Nut Can replay. No, it was CCL. N- CCL. Sorry. Yeah. CCL. Not Nut Can got replayed like, like, later on. The yes. CCL. The CCL. CCL, the CCL uh, Thunder was, yeah. Lightning replay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there were two postponed games that year. Yeah, it was messed up. Yeah, that was that was there. Yeah, that was that was yeah, pretty that, fun. Oh, that's right, Stadium open. Come on in. Yep. There was <laughs> a good solid two hundred and thirty people. Yeah. Wasn't there? No. Nah, there was a few more. I was maybe. I told my maybe. manager at work. She's like, "Why didn't you go?" I was like, "Really? 
Yeah. I was actually off that day. I was so happy. It was fun, it was fun was to like, be there. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. And, I didn't, and that was when I really still didn't know anybody. So I was like, I will just be back here. Didn't go to that one. I know. The, the Nook can, like, cancellation game was fun as well. Just like Tater Tordeson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not completely unsafe for us to be here. No. Um, yeah, that was wild. Marcus? Um, I'm going to go back to the signings of Frings and Coovermans uh, because I'm really still shocked that not only that they signed two players that I'd heard of, but they actually agreed to come to the shit show. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, it really felt like the season before was the worst. Like that, like, I mean, I'm sure it could actually get worse than that. And it did. But, but I mean, it, 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 at the very least, it gave me hope. I mean, there was still a huge turnover of players, as per tradition. Mm. And, uh, you know, like, like I mean, they got rid of, they lost some good players and they got rid of some good players. They got rid of some players that happy to see Mr. Go, but uh, uh, like I realized, okay, it's a good time to hit a reset button, and those are two guys that I'm aware of, I've heard of, I've seen play. That that's a good that's a good one two to start with. A guy, I mean, granted, he Cooperman's kind of had his career wasted away on the bench at PSV, but he has the ability to score goals, and that there's Franks. Who was in a World Cup, and now is playing in front of us? This shit box of a team. It can only get better, guys. That's basically where I'm from on that one. My memory, although those are all excellent, and I enjoyed them all. Uh, the three 0 win over in Dallas. In yeah. Dallas mm-hmm. to advance in CCL, like that was that was a magical fucking game. That was a great game. Agreed. Um, you and Roz and I watched that at Shoeless, I believe. Yes. Yes. The free shots. That's right. We Afterwards, did get free shots, we got free yes. shots from the owners Ooh. of Shoeless Joe's. After I did, that, I didn't know how to asterisk the uh, the LA game mm. at Skydome. Where does that fit in in seasons? Is that an it's extension of 2012? Is it? Yes. Yeah, but is it an extension into next one or is it? It's well, it's definitely CCL. part of the 2012 it's, season. Yeah. Stay tuned next week. Stay tuned next week, yes. exactly. But that <laughs> that game, you know what? Because like, you know, 2011 was such a... It was before the season. Yeah. It's part of the season. 2011 like, had such a, you know, a number of stupid things. You know, like there was the April Fool's. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, bye, the, the bye, 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 Dero. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I still... I did not believe you almost all day. Okay. <laughs> he's like messaging me he's like oh my god did you see and I was like ah you're funny no no seriously ah you're hilarious no really okay I'm on a fucking radio show today will you please listen I'm not kidding about this I'm you like, don't like Leandra Griffith yeah I was like I still don't believe you you on a radio show for uh... that was Oranges ah yes yeah Noel Butler oh, you, yes, you were a fan yeah true, it was your yes. moment in, it was your moment in the sun um, this is before, my moment before in the sun before this podcast I was about to say <laughs> Um, you were just practicing. Montreal radio. Exactly. No one. Um, but yeah, and then D- yeah, D- were being traded, and uh, there yeah, was but we got Stevanovic. Ah, oh, the super villain. Well, he was going to fix things. Torino yeah. legend Alan Stevanovic. I had such high hopes for that signing. Like, well, this makes a lot of sense. This is this is yeah. going to be good. It's like oh, you know, this is the Italian connections of mm. you know the oh he's gonna, yeah oh is, yeah he's got all these be, international connections. Yeah, it's this, a great everything then, is going to yeah. be amazing. Oh he was no, hopeless. And then he went back to Italy and wasn't hopeless. And mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. yeah. All right. I wrote on a match behind him on the streetcar once. <laughs> I was like, you're late for the game. 
<laughs> silence. No, I didn't say it to him. But I was oh. thinking to myself, like, wow, you're showing a lot of effort. Interest, yeah. All right, circus level. I was a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not as bad. I mean, it started off kind of bad. You know, it was a lot of revolving door nonsense and, yeah, the winter and mariner setup and everything. And, you know, not to mention, you know, the Earl Cochran and Jimmy Brennan running the show sort of before those guys came along and Dero trades and yeah, a lot of nonsense but it, it seemed to really solidify at the end of the season so happy ending uh, altogether seven yeah, I'll give it a I agree a seven out of ten uh, still a Cirque du Soleil but on shrooms Ooh. enjoyable mm. still Zumanity on that one mm. yeah I still have the three ring is fortified itself for the winter mm. huh? okay you're still going full on. Yep. Hmm? A trailer, a freak show in a trailer. Yes. In a truck it's trailer. waiting. There, it's right. it's coming in. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been our review of the first five seasons of Toronto FC. Yes, it really. I, I want to say it does get better, things, and it does at some things point. Things are getting better. Yes. But oh Stay dear. Stay tuned for Paul Mariner's trousers. <laughs> Club Escobar. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Guys, a red thread that save binds it us all. for next episode. Uh, the big bloody deal. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yes. Uh, all right, that has been our show for this week. Um, please join us next week when, yes, we do look back at seasons. 2012 through 2016. Uh, hopefully, have some off-season, preseason news for you from Florida. Good Doubt it. Look. And Bullshit. Lord knows what else. BK That's Hacken. probably it. What? BK Hacken. Right. They're gonna They're show up. Late. They have to show up. Kamate, <laughs> kamate. Oh my God, that's BK Hacken's music. Kamate, kamate, I have. I appreciate the face paint more than anything, Mike. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't say anything while I was putting it on. I thought he was a juggalo. <laughs> well, we're never sure. We don't want to call him. We don't want to make you feel self-conscious, Mark. Salt my Danish Viking roots. <laughs> As always, I have been joined by this insane lot uh, to be found on... Like a clown posse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. On oh. Twitter, at Duncan T. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Chad. <laughs> Fletch. Uh, <laughs> Fletch for fantasy. Uh, our song singer of the day, uh, Tony Walsh at More Tiny, Tiny Walsh. <laughs> Tiny, Tony Tiny, Walsh. Tiny Walsh from Londonderry. Ah, Londonderry. <laughs> at Malarkey FC on the tweet machine. That's it. You're good. All right. And with a cane on a cue, Mr. Kittnerd Mark, Mark Hinkley, who is always behind the mic and in control of the show, but not really. <laughs> I'm in control of oh, I was just trying you to You were making trying. shit up again. I, know, I, I want to make oh. you feel good for a minute. Oh. I know, sorry. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Jesus. <laughs> yes, the entire internet. Uh, KZ Knowles, I've been your host, Kristen Knowles, and until next week, Toronto, get used to it.
Fagundes. Marcus, how are our levels? Are they levelly? Yeah, you good? Anyone else? Hello, Mark. Uh, closer would be nice. Without <laughs> looking. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Better. Hey. Strongly improved. T Dog. Some people call me a bad apple. T Dog. Yeah, because I bring the party mm-hmm. into the doghouse. Ooh. Is that your stomach? That was my stomach, yes. I, didn't hear, I did not it hear that. It laughed like a Frenchman. <laughs> it does that sometimes. Well, you know, stomach programming. It's Monday around this time. It should be full of, you know, chips and hummus and veggies by now. Sure. It's protest. <laughs> yes. It just, rece- Very, it's, it just it's, received. It's, it's, it's really confused. Yes. <laughs> what is this? English on the outside. French on the inside. Yeah. You're a weird Easter cream egg, sir. <laughs> yes. I don't want to know where your channel is. Or your channel tunnel. <laughs> channel. <laughs> Duncan Fletcher's channel. Quick, someone look up channeling on this the This week on uh, FX. Duncan Fletcher's channel. <laughs> <laughs> a four-part series. It's like Stephen, Kitt's, Stephen King's It, followed by... Duncan Fletcher's channel. <laughs> it really takes a twist after the second one. Don't watch the beginning of the third episode with the kids in the room. No. no. That was that was very like official and emphatic. Yeah, I get it. You hit the mic. I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. Thanks. Make sure he gets. <laughs> Your turn. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's kind of like being in a windstorm, but also not. For the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's really irritating. Holy crap. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine what it must be like to hear it? Ah, oh, it must be the worst. The fucking worst. Question. I'm just going through this. Sure. My dog is definitely not eligible to play the MLS. No, and here's my cat. I was really sad. Bullshit. Yeah. My dog's in the States. Ah, <laughs> oh, motherfucker. I, know. I figured your dog probably would fit in the no other category applies section and has not been taken in re entry drafts or on waivers. Nope. So, yeah, we can attempt to sign it. Um, oh, that's true. Now, this bit here she is the be. player A. Mm. I have to sign my dog as an international player, unfortunately, because he's yeah. only a citizen, permanent resident, or refugee asylum status. <laughs> Doggy asylum's mm. a real thing. Oh, did we start the pool or what? The uh, the MLS fantasy league. Thing? The fantasy league. Uh, not as of yet. Okay. Save me a spot. Yeah. Save me a spot. MLS fantasy. She's like, I tried to do it last year, and you guys were full, and I couldn't do it. And I was like, Don't we have a spillover league? Let's make a song. I didn't want to. We need a studio. It's true. The Billy Idol esque theme song for. Whatever um, we call our fans. No, I think it's just because of like, letting people know about it. All right, so the second you do it, let me know so I can text her. Mm. Can we just, can you call it Fleshfur? Which? The the league. We'll ask Duncan. He's on Fleshfur? Fleshfur. Because then we can make for a song. Fantasy. Fleshfur, Fleshfur fantasy. Fleshfur fantasy. <laughs> Flesh. 
Flash for oh Flatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. I thought that's kind of what you were going. That wasn't, but that that I know uh, morphed nicely into it. I yes, I, I okay. was ignoring you completely, but then that you're that's even funnier. Fletcher, Fletcher fantasy.